Salutations, friends, and welcome to another episode of Nerddom and Knowledge. First in your podcast list. Last picked in Dodgeball, I'm James. I'm Jerry. Man, that echoes so good. (laughs) Especially after the day we've had. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to find out about that when you listen to our outtakes. Yeah, you will. Eventually. And sometimes during the interview, but we can't talk about that right now. So we're just going to go ahead and just jump right in, folks. This week's topic, you've all been waiting for it. You've been asking for it. You've been begging for it. You've been emailing us, messaging us. You've been you know, calling in death threats on us. Yeah. When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When we're doing it now. And what are we doing, James? We are doing, doing, doing the Crusade, crusade for Cosplay. It, it just it just gets better every time. Oh, that is... It's so sweet. Oh, that is like nice honey butter on a bagel right there. Yeah, it is. Ooh, now I want a bagel. That sounds so good. I do too. Yeah. I really want a bagel now. But while we're thinking about eating bagels, let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes, shall we? So we're going to kick it off with our sponsors, right, Jerry? Yes. So first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Will Clark, over at IT Services and Networking, LLC. They provide hardware, software support for small and mid-sized businesses. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing systems, IT Services and Networking has got you covered. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworkingllc.com, or you can reach them by phone at 910-461-7145. You will not find a better company to handle your IT needs. Yes, big thanks to Will Clark over at IT Services and Networking, yes. one of the biggest sponsors of the show, yes. but not the only one. Not the only one, no, because we have another sponsor we need to talk about. That's right, and we're going to talk about them right now. CBD Essentials, ladies and gentlemen. CBD Essentials USA.com uh-huh. has your connect, your hookup yeah. for all your CBD needs. They got the hookup. That's right. Holler if you hear them. <laughs> <laughs> but folks, they are offering you listeners... Our listeners, that's right, they're offering you a special discount right now. Uh-huh. If you go to their website, cbdessentialsusa.com, yes. you place your order. Uh-huh. When you're at checkout, when it asks for a promo code, we've got one to give you. You're damn right we do. N-A-K-15. Stands for Nerd Knowledge. You're damn right it does. And they're going to give you 15% off of your order. What? That's 15%. right. 15%. 15%. That's 15%. It is. That's a lot of percents. That is. That's 15 of them. Yeah. 15 whole percents. And, folks, if you thought that was good, guess what else we got? And, if you think that's fantastic, they'll even deliver to your door. And if you heard the little doggies barking, that's because they're excited. Because, guess what? Because they get CBD dog treats. That's right. I I don't know if they're yummy tasting. They say they're yummy tasting, but I don't know. I've never eaten a dog treat. I tried one. They're not bad. Oh, really? A little crunchy. A little crunchy? Yeah, taste of peanut butter. Oh, that's nice. That's not bad. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But, guess what, folks? Right now, they have CBD dog treats for your dog. That's right, CBD dog treats to help with your little fur baby's aching joints and back and hips. Mm-hmm. And, and to make them walk better, feel yeah, better, act yeah. better. And it's a win-win-win-win-win. Yeah. Win. And like I said, to deliver it right to your door. Could you? Would you call that an inception win? A win within a win within a win? Win within a win with a winception. Winception. I like it. I like it's it. It's a thing now. That's right. But Hashtag yes. winception. Indeed. Put it in your social media post. That's and right. We would be remiss if we did not mention the almighty Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. <laughs> yes, so we have to give a shout out to the host site for our podcast, Anchor.fm. It's very free 
to use, very easy to use, very simple to upload. We do it every week. If we can do it, you can do it. All you got to do is uh, record your podcast on your favorite cell phone or tablet or laptop, or you can get fancy schmancy equipment like we did and record your podcast. up to you. Once you get done, upload that podcast to Anchor, and then they will publish it to all the popular podcast sites. Uh, but don't do it right now. Don't no. record right now. Listen to our podcast. podcast. Then record yours. Yes, and then send us a link to it, and we'll listen to it. The and podcast we may even give you a podcast. Yeah, and we'll shout you out. We'll Podception. Do it. Podception. We're in the section section right now. That's right. Section section. I almost messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, big thanks to Anchor.fm. Yes. Muchas gracias, mi amigos. Uh, but now... We are going to talk about some friends of the podcast. Yes, some friends over at JoyConGamers.com, sir. Joycon Gamers is a website you can go to, JoyConGamers.com, or you can find them on Facebook under Joycon Gamers. You can also follow them on Twitter at Joycon Gamers. That's Joycon Gamers, which is news for gamers by gamers. And where would you want to get your gaming news from? Um, could I get it from somebody on Wall Street? You could do that, yes. Uh, they would probably give you more investment advice than they would give you anything about video games, but typically you want to go talk to somebody who plays video games, and that's what he does. You know, I just, I just would love to see some guy from Wall Street get done, you know, selling and trading, selling and trading and buying, and then get home and get on Call of Duty. Yeah. That'd it's be like, awesome. Man, you know, it was like a really hard day. I had a lot of uh, stocks and bonds trade. Oh, get on, noob! <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. I want to see that video. If you're on Wall Street and you happen to hear this yeah. and you game, send us a video. And, we need and, to see it. And money. We'd well, like mo- money. Money too. would be great too. Yeah. Money in the video game video. We'll take it all. Yeah. And of course, we have another friend of the podcast we, we need do. to shout out. That is Kalis Boutique. You can find them on Facebook at Kalis Boutique, where the selection is unique. They carry accessories for babies and toddlers. Indeed, it does. Yeah, they do. It does rhyme. But they carry accessories for babies and toddlers. You can find them on Facebook at Kalis Boutique. You can. And we must give a shout out to a very, very special friend of the podcast. Our newest friend of the podcast, our social media czar, Matthew, who is killing it right now. Killing it, bro. You are the bomb. You're the bomb.com. There you go. You're the bomb.org. Because you know it's not about the money; it's about the message. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, we but, are we are paying him. Yeah, he gets money. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it happens. So, and of course, uh, James usually takes this one, but <coughs> I'm going to take the reins on this one right now because we have to thank some friends from our very special group of supporters over at TikTok. Indeed, indeed, and I'm going to let Jerry have it this week. I normal, I know, I normally have a tendency to take it, but you know what, Jerry. I would be lost. I would not be able to do this podcast without Jerry. So, Jerry. Oh, thanks, buddy. Take it. Take it you're, away. You're my ray of sunshine, too. <laughs> so, as you are well aware, we do uh, do a trivia contest on TikTok every week for someone to determine next week's podcast. Now, we had a little hiccup in that because we had two winners from two weeks ago. And so, we actually had to skip a week of trivia so that we didn't get too far ahead of ourselves. Because if we did that, then we'd get all confused and what episode was coming when. Uh, so we're actually going to be doing trivia tonight, but right now we want to give a special shout out to the woman who gave us our topic for today, who is Eleanor Dremelik. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to doing this and we hope you enjoy it. And we also need, we did a little live earlier where we were, um, you know, chit chatting with some fans. Somebody <laughs> said something yeah. really, really funny and really, really yeah. epic. We're, we're not exactly sure how the topic of moose or mooses or meese is the plural of moose meese. Uh, I, it's I, mooses. I think it would be moose. Or moose. Like a group of moose. Like goose's geese. 
You remember that movie? Yeah. From back in the day? Love that movie. Yeah. No, but seriously, somehow the topic of moose came up. Somebody asked us what the circumference of a moose was, and so we were trying to like figure it out. Why were we doing that? There's no reason to do that. Uh, but uh, Perginomics, a.k.a. Johnny, uh, made the joke that uh, when he was younger in his single days, he brought down quite a few moose in his lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so for that, Johnny, and Devil Mistress, who is Johnny's wife, yes. uh, we're... we're we're not trying to out him. <laughs> no, no. Please don't be mad. Yeah, it was just a joke. It was. So um, we want to just make sure to tell you know we we told him we were going to do it on next week's podcast, but we we couldn't Surprise! wait. It was Surprise! that good. So <laughs> this one's for you, buddy. Yeah, you are epic, sir. Yeah, that Beyond was a fantastic words. joke. It was so good. <laughs> Oh, boy. But uh, speaking of social media and TikTok, you can find us on social media. So, James, take it away. Uh, you can find us on our website now, which is nerddomainknowledge.com. Yes, you can. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E.com. For those of you keeping score at home, and you should be keeping score at home, that's 37 times in a row, no mistakes. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Now, of course, you can find us on Facebook at Nerdman Knowledge Podcast. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at Nerdman Knowledge. And guess what? We've got stuff posted. There's posts there. And there weren't, but And now you know there what? Are. There's going to be more posts today. we got pictures today, folks. Yeah, we do. A and lot of them. you're going to love them. Absolutely. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at NerdomK. You can. And if you want to become a supporter of the show, speaking of which, we got another shout out, Jerry. Yes, we do. Phil we, Brown. Phil Brown, one of our friends from across the pond, if you will. Yes. Who from has, merry old London. Who has become a supporter of the show. Phil, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, sir. So we appreciate very much it so very much. For helping to support our podcast. Yes. And as always, your name will go on the wall of fame. It will. So, Absolutely. Uh, we thank you very much for that. But if you want to support our podcast in a different way, and believe me, folks, listening is more than enough. Yes, we do appreciate it. But if you it. want to support us financially, you can find us on Patreon. Just search for Nerddom and Knowledge Podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you want to become a donor on the show, you will not only get a shout out on the podcast, you will be put up on the wall of fame. And we've already mentioned this on social media, but we're going to announce it now. Guess what, folks? We have merch. Yes, we do. Launched last week teespring.com slash store slash nerdum dash and dash knowledge. Uh, we have t-shirts up there with the show's logo, uh, with some of our catchphrases. And there is a t-shirt for the world spelling bee champion. It's the only way you'll be able to carry the titles if you own the shirt, because otherwise you can't beat James for it. But I put it up there. And of course I had to make one that said, he did the thing. <laughs> yeah. He did the thing. He did the thing. So, and we've actually already had people talking about you know ordering it, so we appreciate that so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, but if you want to go check it out, like I said, it's teespring.com slash stores slash nerdum dash and dash knowledge. You can find our whole catalog there. we got mugs, stickers, T-shirts, hoodies, you name it. It's all on there. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But now, folks, it's time to get started. It is time for the main event. Ding, ding, ding. Let's get ready to cosplay. So, folks, guess what? This uh, is our first venture on YouTube. Yes, so we're actually recording uh, the different parts of this podcast to post onto YouTube uh, so that people can view them uh, for their viewing pleasure. Uh, so right now we're going to be getting into the actual topic, which is the Crusade of the Cosplayer, giving you a little bit of uh, history on the concept of cosplay a couple of different types of cosplay that you may encounter in your cosplay adventures. And uh, you'll be able to find this on YouTube later uh, on in the week. Exactly. So for those of you watching, hey, 
Hi, we're talking to you across time right now because you may be hearing this before you see the video. Indeed, indeed, indeed. It's amazing. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. So to begin, we're going to talk about a couple of different types of cosplay that you may encounter upon your cosplay adventures. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, wait a minute, don't you guys normally start with fun facts? No, we're going to pepper them throughout today. Yeah, we're doing a little bit different today. This whole podcast is going to be completely different to what you're normally used to. So, yeah. Yeah. But Just, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you do. But we're going to start with, first of all, we're going to start with the basic two types. You have what is called cosplay, and then you have what is called OC cosplay. Which, of course, is an original character. Right. Of your own design. Now, under each of these two headings, you have multiple, multiple categories. Indeed. Multiple. Like dozens upon dozens of different things that you can look at and see in those particular categories. Right. So we're going to start with on the cosplay side. Under the cosplay side, you have uh, not quite as many categories as you do under the OC because original character is original. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different facets you can go with. Lots of leeway you have when you create your own character. Now, uh, we're not going to discuss every single topic because no. uh, we're going to pepper one of those fun facts in now. D depending on which convention you attend, which uh, Comic-Con or you know Sci-Fi-Con, whatever yeah, you happen to attend. Yeah, or your local con, whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, there can be over 30 categories for awards at any given invention. Yeah. I any mean, we're convention. talking about stuff as specific as like, you know, best prop. Uh, stuff yep. as, you know, uh, best OC or... Something along the lines of like, you know, best construction, like somebody building something themselves. It could be any number of categories they give awards for. Now, if you thought the awards was interesting, uh, we went to multiple, multiple sources to find out exactly how many different types of cosplayers existed. Yes. How many different categories. Uh -huh. We went to multiple sources and we had to come up with an average. We did. And the average is 30.8. Now, obviously, yes. you can't have 0.8 of a category. Well, you could, but it's like you're like only wearing, you know, 0.8% of a costume. Well, that's you know, 80% of your body. That works. Yeah. So like if you wear everything but like a hat and shoes, so that's like your 80% cosplay. 80% of a cosplay. You know what? We're going to round that off to the average is 31. 31 different 31 it is. 31 categories Math of cosplay. Math is fun. Math is fun. Yeah, it is. Whee! Okay. But no, seriously. Uh, under regular cosplay, you have movie character. You have TV character. You have superhero or villain. You have anime. You have sci-fi. You have video games. Yes. Any one of those things, snatch a character from it, recreate their costume, my friend, you're cosplaying. Right. And there are many, many subcategories under each one. You have Star Trek cosplay under sci-fi. You have Star yeah. Wars cosplay under sci-fi. Lord sci of the Rings under adventure, you know, movie. Right. Uh, talk about Marvel, DC, all those right. things. Tons of things you can do in those categories. Right. So it's pretty broad, but we're going to hit the kind of high spots of each of these. Yep. So uh, now... Also, for those of you watching, we're going to talk about OC cosplay just a little bit right now. Yes. But uh, we are actually going to show you some pictures that some, we have found. Yes, visual uh, representation of what we're actually discussing. Okay, now the first category we're going to discuss a little bit is gender bent. Now, this is not what you think it is, folks. A lot of you are automatically thinking drag play. Yes, that is which is not, something completely different. Which is something completely different and is a form of cosplay. Yes, so, so. gender bent is when you <coughs> take a traditionally female character and portray them as a male, or you take a traditionally male character and portray them as a female. Now, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, we will describe it to you, but for those of you watching, there you go. 
Yes. What we what we have right here is we have a picture of a gentleman who is dressed like Harley Quinn, but what he is actually doing is he is a man who is dressing up in a very similar manner to Harley Quinn. Yeah, so if Harley Quinn had been male, this is what he would look like. At least in this person's mind, which is actually, it's a very good representation. So if you're listening to this, wait till the video comes out and you'll get a really good look at this. Yes. And so our next category is uh, what we would like to call humanized or human variant. Uh, now in that one, <clears throat> we do need to make mention that uh, in that particular vein uh, is what you would find uh, the furry cosplay in. Now, we need to make a very important distinction right here, right now. Yes. And it's going to take a minute, so just bear with us on this tangent. Now, when most people hear furry, most people think of the erotic furry genre of cosplay. Yes. Now, there is that. Yes, And we're, going to, igno- we're going to acknowledge it. We have acknowledged it. It's an art form. It, it may be for a different reason, but... Yes. Now, for those that cosplay in furry cosplay just for... That being their form of expression, there's nothing erotic about it. It's just how you choose to express yourself creatively. Yes. You are actually falling under the category of humanized or human variant, but there are those of you that do refer to yourselves as furry, and which is fine. Absolutely. Absolutely fine. And there are those in the cosplay community that do refer to that as furry. Yes. Which is fine. So but it's it, almost sort of like, uh, if you remember in English class, when you learn that term anthropomorphism, where you give human qualities to non-human objects. This is sort of like what we're talking about here. Like, uh, you know, if you were to uh, cosplay, uh, like if you cosplayed as a tree, that's a humanized item. Right. Um, it's very popular among uh, people who like to cosplay Pokemon. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to provide you with an image right now. And as you can see, there are several different examples. Now, my favorite in this picture is the woman who is dressing as a mushroom. Yes. Uh, as you can see. Well, actually, uh, that is Bulbasaur. Oh, really? Is Pokemon. that? Pokemon, yes. Oh, it, it, wow. Okay, my bad. Yeah, she dressed like Bulbasaur. Okay, so... She's a Southern Bell Bulbasaur. A Bellasaur. A Bellasaur. Yes. So, yeah, I'm an idiot, first of all. <laughs> no, you're not. I had to take a couple looks at it myself, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but you can see the different types of cosplay here, and it's actually really interesting. It very much is. So... Moving on from that, now we're going to go to fan art inspired. Now, a lot of people think, well, fan art inspired, isn't that really OC? Well, it can be. It this is. is. This is one that kind of falls into a gray area where it kind of goes under both. But we're going to put it under cosplay for one very simple reason. This is fan art of characters you are familiar with from movies, anime, comic books, television, what have you. Right. And somebody has drawn a fan art concept of the person doing something they don't normally traditionally do, but they're still in their same outfit. They're just portrayed in a very different way. Yeah, like the first image that came into my mind when I thought about this uh, was I saw a piece of fan art online where a guy had done a, a steampunk version of Iron Man. And there was a guy who actually recreated that costume from that art and made his own version of Iron Man with it. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. It's, it's a non-traditional representation of a traditional cosplay. Right. Or uh, it can also be as simple as taking a picture of Helen of Troy in front of the uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. Because neither one existed at the same period of time. Exactly. And so now you're Helen of Troy and you're in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So there you go. And just to show you an example of what we're talking about, we're going to hold that picture up for those of you watching on YouTube. Yes. So on, uh, I'm not sure what side that will be for you. I'm assuming on your left, 
you would see the fan art, and then on the right, you would see the recreation of it by the very talented cosplayer, because that is spot on. That is. That is absolutely phenomenal work. Now, the next one we're going to talk about is... That's my favorite. Mashup. Yes. Now, Mashup is kind of what Jerry just alluded to, but it's actually a bit more specific than that. Uh, To give you the only example I can really think of that really hits the nail on the head, it's the one we're actually showing on our... YouTube broadcast. Yes, and for those of you who can't see it yet or aren't going to see it at all for whatever reason, it's a Buzz Lightyear Stormtrooper. Yeah, and whatever you're picturing (coughs) in your head right now, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it is a Stormtrooper who has the Buzz Lightyear wings. Yes, the Buzz Lightyear control panel on the chest. Right, and even the little laser fire button on the arm. Yes. Designed into it, built into it. Carrying a blaster. Carrying a blaster. The real question is, is can the Stormtrooper hit anything with either laser? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I'm going to go with no also. Yes. And I think we've already addressed this in in, in one other uh, podcast, but... How in the world did a entire group of people who were, um, you know, cloned from the world's greatest bounty hunter have such crappy aim? I'll never understand it. It's just going to be one of those things that it's just going to boggle the human mind forever. Okay, but we're going to go to we're going to go two more categories here, folks. Yes, the next one is also my second favorite. This next one is what we like to refer to as alternate universe cosplay. Now. Where we talked just a minute ago about the steampunk Iron Man, it falls under the category of fan art inspired, yes. but it also crosses the line into this category. So yeah. go ahead, Jerry. Think about like uh, if you were a fan of comic books and you read like uh, all the old what if comics, like what if so and so, you know, like what if um, you know, <clears throat> what if Thor had never been able to weird wield Mjolnir, stuff like that. Uh, so what this does is they take a concept of a traditional character and then they place it in an alternate universe. Uh, the <clears throat> The one example that I can think of, because uh, we've actually got a picture of it right here, are the Disney princesses uh, who are attending the different schools of Hogwarts. So they're all all four schools are represented there by it looks like uh, Ariel, Rapunzel, Jasmine, and Belle. I'm thinking uh, that that's what it looks like. That's what I think so too. Uh, so you know, if you like take a like even if you wanted to be like Iron Man and dress up as Tony Stark as one of the headmasters of Hogwarts. That is an alternate universe cosplay. Now, you can also pull alternate universe cosplay from the comics because, uh, or fan art because, as Jerry just mentioned, there was Steampunk Iron Man. Yep. There's also uh, the Gotham by Gaslight God, series. Such a good series. And you have a Steampunk Batman. Yes, you I do. mean, that's effectively what it is. It's a Steampunk Batman. Yeah. Uh, you also have uh, instances in the comic books where uh, Batman was a samurai. Uh-huh. Uh, and there are just so many more examples we could get into right now, but we're not going to. But you get the idea. Yes. Now, Any concept that you can think of of, of taking a uh, a traditional character, whatever character it may be, and then placing them into a different universe uh, to give a different spin on them, you know, make it totally your own, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Now, the last one kind of falls under both categories as well, but it it requires mentioning because fan art inspired is one thing. Yes. Because fan art is you're a fan of somebody. And you do art inspired by who you're a fan of. Absolutely. Now, when we talk art inspired, this is the best example I can think of. Uh, I forget the artist's name, but there's an artist who painted back in the late 70s, early 80s, this alien that had coiled into a coil. Mm -hmm. And it was a vicious looking monster. And it was actually the inspiration behind Alien. Yep. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was H.R. Geiger. Yeah, Geiger. Geiger, that was him. Thank you. But Geiger just painted, from his own imagination, he created the alien. Yep. 
He didn't know he was creating the alien, but he did. I hope he got some credit. Uh, he did. He yes. did. But uh, like that inspired the costume for the creature in the movie. But there are people who make and fabricate their own cosplay of the alien and wear it to conventions. Yes, and it's incredibly detailed. Now, even though that is movie-inspired by transitive property, oh, SAT well, people, guess what? That's right now, folks. Uh, there you go. We're going to get you up there. Yeah, I'm not even sure what the top score is right now. I think it's like 2,000 maybe, but damn it, we'll get you there eventually. Yep, we're going to get you there. But uh, just down the line, if you go all the way back, you will actually see it's actually an art-inspired cosplay. Or you can look at a piece of artwork and take like a Picasso painting mm-hmm. and dress up as one of his you know mixed-up-looking characters if you wanted to. Yeah, from his Cubist period. Right. Yeah. That is art-inspired. Yeah, and if you're going to uh, cosplay as a uh, Picasso Cubism painting... Please send us photos. Yeah, we I want, really want, we want photos. I want we to see photos. it so bad. They're going up on the they're going up on Instagram. Yeah, they're we're going to go ahead and let you know that. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, right be, now, go ahead. Yeah, right now we're going to go ahead and uh, step on another little fun fact here. Uh, so uh, I'm sure the majority of the cosplay community is familiar with somebody uh, named uh, Jessica Negri. Uh, she is considered in many circles to be the most well-known cosplayer. Uh, she wins awards at multiple conventions, uh, and she's been hired by the likes of Ubisoft and Katakawa Games to and, do her promotions. And are you ready for this, folks? Uh, Ubisoft has actually paid her to actually do the modeling work, like in studio. Like they take pictures of her mm-hmm. and use that as the representation in the video game. Yeah, I mean that's that's phenomenal. It really is. Now uh, we're going to go ahead and throw in another fun fact right now. Now as just absolutely amazing as Jessica Negri is, she is not the highest paid cosplayer in the world. No, she is not. The highest played cosplayer in the world is Amy Lynn. Now, some of you will know that name, some of you won't. Mm-hmm. But she makes $290,000 a year. 290000 thousand. Now, this is obviously an average over so many years mm-hmm. uh, because it's going to go up and down because a lot of that comes from convention wins and the cash prizes from that. Absolutely. And obviously her hire out work to uh-huh. dress in cosplay for public appearances, whatnot. Uh, but yeah, she's she's the highest paid cosplayer in the world. Yes. So for those of you in the cosplay community, I'm not saying you're going to make $290,000 a year, but you know, there's something to aspire to. Absolutely. There's no reason to think that you can't do it too. You can make a living off of it, I'm sure. Yeah. If you find the right niche, find the right character, find the right purpose for your thing or whatever you're going to do, get out there and do it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Go ahead, Jerry. Yes. So here we're going to get into the actual like history of cosplay. So to start off, we're going to tell you about the actual term cosplay. Uh, It was coined by Nobuyuki Takahashi in 1984. Uh, He attended the Worldcon in New York City and was so impressed with the display of Masquerade that he wrote an article about it in the publication My Anime. Uh, The translation of Masquerade in Japanese is an aristocratic costume, which he didn't think fit the representation of what he witnessed. So he he coined the term uh, Kosupure, uh, from Kosu being the Japanese abbreviation of costume and Pure uh, being the abbreviation of play. So costume, play, kosupure, cosplay. Isn't that interesting, folks? Yeah. You learned something new today. You did. It's nerdom and, and knowledge. knowledge. Uh, but yeah, that is that is where the, the actual term comes from. Now, the concept of cosplay is a little bit older, to Just say the bit. least. Just a little bit older. Like, 
a million years older. No, not quite that old. Not quite that old. But it actually does date back to the 1300s, January 28th, 19, or 1393, excuse me, 1393. Yeah. That was before Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Uh, the Ball des Ardents, which is the Burning Men's Ball, was held by Charles VI of France and intended as a form of costume ball or morisco in French. I probably didn't pronounce that properly, but it's I'm okay. Sorry. I've actually never seen that word in French before, so I wouldn't have to tell you to pronounce it either. Uh, it took place as a celebration of marriage of a lady in waiting to Charles VI of France's queen in Paris uh, on January 28, 1393. Excuse me. The king and five courtiers dressed as wild men of the woods with costumes made of, get this, folks, flax and pitch. That sounds itchy. Not going to lie. <laughs> and it's a little bit too dangerous because uh, there's a reason they called it the Burning Men's Ball. They did this dance near torches. Torches, folks. You are wearing flax and pitch. If you don't know what pitch is, folks, they use that on roads that they are tarring. Yes, they also use it on medieval torches to let them burn forever. <laughs> so guess what, folks? If you got too close to a torch, what do you think would happen? You were going to become a torch. You'd be cosplaying as the human torch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what can happen. So that is the very first instance of cosplay in history. Yes. And they almost died. Do you think cosplay is <laughs> worth dying for? They Jerry? did. They Jerry, were totally you, into it. Now, do you think it's worth it? I don't know. It depends on who I'm dressed as. Uh, if I'm dressed as a human tar man, probably not. No, I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but masquerade balls were a feature of the carnival season in the 15th century and involved increasingly elaborate allegorical royal entries and pageants and triumphal processions celebrating marriages and other dynastic events of late medieval court life. So if you were having a party, you got everybody together and everybody dressed up in some sort of costume. If you were having a wedding, dressed in costumes. Going to a masquerade ball, you dressed in a costume. It just became a thing of like uh, royalty, higher courts is what they did to celebrate um, you know, events in their lives. Uh, but as far as masquerade balls go, now those were few and far between until the 17th and 18th centuries. Now, uh, in the 17th and 18th centuries, they became especially popular in mainland Europe. Now, the thing about the cosplay in mainland Europe is it actually met with possibly fatal results. See what we were talking about with the whole torches and things earlier? Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not the torches and things. Oh, nobody caught on fire? No. Well, I mean, they did, but not the way you think. Oh, man. Uh, it wasn't because of uh, flax and pitch. What actually happened is, in 1792, Gustav III of Sweden was assassinated at a masquerade ball by a, the disgruntled nobleman Jacob Johan Ankarström. That's close enough. Yep. An event which Eugene Scribe and Daniel Albert turned into the opera Gustav III. Now, they, now it's great that they made an operetta out of it, but, I mean, a guy lost his life. And why? Because the person who was going to kill him was disguised. Yes. And if you're disguised, no one knows who you are. Yeah. Unless it's a really crappy disguise. So, uh, masquerade balls started getting uh, kind of a bad reputation because this... Didn't just happen this one instance. It it kind of had a bad tendency to happen. Yeah, and that same event was the basis of Giuseppe Verdi's opera, A Masked Ball. Although the censors in the original production forced him to portray it as a fictional story set in Boston, and uh, most of the masks that were used in these uh, sorts of events came from uh, countries like Switzerland and Italy, uh, which were the high place of the design and the fashion at the time. 
Oh, yeah. If you wanted the best, that's where you went. Hey, if you wanted to go to Masca, you come and see me. I'm fixing you up. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, very important to note, uh, a Swiss count who arrived in Italy in 1708 is credited with introducing to London the Venetian fashion of the semi-public masquerade ball. Now, when we talk about Venetian, when you think about masquerade balls, what do you normally think of? You normally think of real fancy dresses, just the mask that goes over the eyes, or yes. maybe the plague doctor mask, or yes. something Usually along something those lines. Usually something very frilly, lacy, that sort of thing. Right, very pretty looking, designed to be elegant. Now, it's that type of Venetian style is now more associated with... Um, BDSM cosplay, and we had to bring it up. It is yes, a form of cosplay, but is indeed. we brought you up. We gave you your little moment in the sun. Yes. We're going to move on. Absolutely. No offense. Just that's not the type of podcast this yeah. is. We're not here to talk about that. That's a whole other podcast. <coughs> yeah. In fact, tune in after hours for our BDSM cosplay. Comp- no, we're not doing that. No, we're not. No. 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 <laughs> that would not be good for us. No. 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 We, would, uh, we would offend a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what are they talking about? We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. Uh, but yeah, um, now, the the thing is, uh, the first one of these was actually held at Haymarket Opera, the semi-public masquerade ball, to which um, London's public, it was held in London's public gardens. Uh, now, the thing about it is it's normally done in outdoor settings. Yes. Uh, which is uh, just interesting seeing, you know, this is the this is one of the few times you've actually seen, like, out in public cosplay, open cosplay. Yes. Typically, like we said earlier, it was reserved for your uh, bourgeoisie, uh, their parties, you know, done in private, in rich homes with opulent decorations and very fancy costumes. This is the first time you see it actually being out in public for the world to view. Right. Now, obviously, you know, if it's being held on, you know, uh, fancier grounds, you know, your common person, your, you know, lay person, poor person may not necessarily be privy to be able to see it, but some of your not well to do, but not poor to do may not, may not necessarily be able to see it, but would be more likely to see it, have right. more accessibility and, to it. And so, not to mention anybody wandering by who happened right. to be glancing into the garden would see everybody dressed up in these fancy costumes and be like, Oh, I wonder what's going on. They might stick around and pay attention for a little bit. Right. So this is pretty much the first instance you're going to see of a open public costume play or in this case masquerade yep and so um like we were saying where the, where the characters were masked their fancy dressings they're mingling with the crowds uh costuming had been a fan activity for a while uh but then of course we, we talked about earlier nobuyuki takahashi uh from japan in the 1970s he takes that information goes back to japan with it and it became much more popular in the wake of takahashi's report like then everybody's looking into it everybody wants to know what he's talking about uh, when it comes to cosplay. Of course, now, the new term that he created did not catch on immediately. Uh, however, in the 1990s, after exposure on television and in magazines, the term and the practice of cosplaying became common knowledge in Japan. And, I mean, anybody who's uh, you know ever seen anything about Japan knows the people of Japan are super huge into cosplay. Oh, and we're going to pepper in one of those fun facts right now. What year do you think the first convention for masquerade slash cosplay was Jerry. What year? Four thousand BC. No. Twenty five hundred BC. No. Two thousand forty two. No. Damn it. The very first World Con or New York Con, as it was labeled, was actually held in nineteen thirty nine, and it was mainly for sci fi cosplay. Wow. 
it's hard to even imagine what kind of sci-fi was around in the 1930s. Uh, you know what, folks? I apologize. I dropped the ball. I missed that page. So, uh, but yeah, the very first one was held in 1939. Now, during nineteen during the 1920s and 30s, you did have black and white movies. Yes. And you start seeing the advent of some science fiction movies. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one of these movies inspired the first New York con, and there was actually a wealthy to-do couple. And by the way, uh, I do have it on the research, but if any of you are listening and want to email us that information, feel free. Yes, we would appreciate it. Feel free. Uh, I know. I know. I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but if you look it up, you you'll find it. I promise you'll find it. I'm not lying. Uh, but yeah, 1939. So 1939. It is the year 2020 now. How many yes. years is that? That is uh, 81 years. It is indeed. 81 years. That's a long time ago. That is. I mean, and you think about what when you think about cosplay, what it is now, and think about what it was then. Like that evolution and progression to to what it is today, it's unbelievable. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but there is actually a cosplayer right now who is really famous for going out and pl- dressing up as Bumblebee. He has fabricated a suit that he steps into that is actually about nine feet, ten feet tall, that he can actually walk around in and function in. And he goes to Comic Cons dressed as Bumblebee. He's actually like the third or fourth highest paid cosplayer. He's actually paid for public appearances because of how much he looks like Bumblebee. Man, I want a Bumblebee suit now. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Especially if it can transfer into a car and take me places. I'm down. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Uh, but we're, we're, we're stepping back into Japan now. Uh, so in Japan, you can find uh, these things called cosplay cafes. Uh, and the first one appeared in the Akihabara area of Tokyo in the late 1990s. Uh, a temporary one was set up at the Tokyo Character Collection event in August of 1998 to promote the video game Welcome to Pia Carrot 2. I'm not sure what that video game was about. Um, but I'm imagining it's about a carrot, but I don't know. Uh, an well, occasional Pia Carrot restaurant was held at the, at the shop Gamers in Aki, uh, Akihabara in the years up to 2000. So uh, the actual cafes themselves were linked to specific intellectual properties, uh, so it limited the lifespan of these cafes, uh, which was ended up solving by using uh, generic ones, leading to the first establishment permanent made for that particular game, uh, which is the Cure Made Cafe, uh, which opened in March 2001. So here you have cosplay, uh, which you know blew up in Japan, is now inspiring businesses to establish themselves to cater to the cosplay community. I got to tell you, folks, a cosplay-themed restaurant, that sounds like a great freaking idea. It really does. It, it's like Hooters, but more for the family. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I do, too. I love that idea. We need to open our own now. We'll call it Nerd and Knowledge Eats. I love that. Yes. What do we serve, though? We'll come Pop-tarts. up with a menu. We're going to serve Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. I like Pop-Tarts. Me, too. They're good. I'm a big fan of Pop-Tarts. There's so many flavors. We could have a big menu. Yeah. Our menu's endless, <laughs> unless the grocery store's out that week. <laughs> then we're screwed. Now, uh, some of you cosplay enthusiasts and some of you more adept cosplayers will know that there is such a thing as a World Cosplay Summit. Yes, where all the mightiest cosplayers meet to do battle. No. No? No. It, it, they just get together. To take over the world. No. No. Uh, it is it is actually a convention that is specifically for cosplayers. It is not for comic books. It is not for movies. It is not for TV. It is just for cosplayers and cosplayers only. Uh, there are many different contests and competitions. Uh, now, the first one was held on October 12th, 2003 at the Rose Court Hotel in Nagoya, Japan, 
with five cosplayers invited from Germany, France, and Italy. There were no contests until 2005 when the World Cosplay Championship began. And that's where it gets interesting, folks. Yes, so now you got to understand something. This is a invitation-only cosplay tournament. It is the Mortal Kombat for cosplayers. Yeah, you can't just show up off the... You can't be any geek off the street, man. you got to be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. That's from the regulators. Mount up. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I know we're white. But <laughs> so you have to be invited to this. There's no just showing up. So you have to be top tier best of the best when it comes to getting cosplay in this place. And the first winners, they actually had a group that won. And uh, the first group was an Italian team of Giorgia Vicini, Vicini, Vicini Francesca Dani, and Emily Fatalivia. Yes. So a three-man team. I'm sure they did probably some kind of team cosplay. Uh, they took home the championship. And folks, I found my note. The first Worldcon was held in 1939 at Caravan Hall in New York City. See? Told you he had it. There it is. There it is. Yeah. We found it eventually. It was at the end. Yeah. Because that's I, where you end is at the end. I, I, I don't know why I put it at the end, but it, it was there. Yes. We had it. That's the point. So, uh, for those of you who are uh, listening at home, uh, what we are about to say right now is going to be followed uh, by some interviews. So we hope you enjoy them. We hope you certainly enjoy everything about the show, not just the information that we're sharing with you, but these interviews as well. We hope yes. you enjoy it all. Yeah. When we tell you that this has been a uh, labor of love today. <laughs> it's not a stretch of the Man. truth. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's taken a lot of effort on our part, but you know what? We're doing it for you guys. Uh, so we hope you enjoy it. Very much, because we have enjoyed doing it for you. And we will definitely appreciate any feedback, good or bad. Yes. But before we adjourn to the interviews, it is time, James. It is time for The Nerd Nest. It's so good. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. So, uh, with the addition of this week's gift which is a $25 Amazon gift card, our total for the Nerd Nest is now almost at $800. 800 That's two zeros, folks. Yeah, not Four 80. if you use the decimal point. Exactly. So if you think about that, that's $800 worth of gifts and prizes for you or to share among your family members or to give to people for Christmas presents or to set on fire if that's what you want to do. We're not going to tell you how to live your dream, Okay. <laughs> Don't let anyone, as my friend would say, don't let anyone hide your light under a bushel basket. Yeah, definitely don't do that because you never should. So, how do you win the nerd nest, James? You email us yes. at nak at nerddomainknowledge.com. Uh-huh. That's N E R D O M A N D K N O W L E D G E dot com. Yes. 38 straight. 38 straight. Say it with me. 38 straight. 38 straight. 38 straight. All right. No. So, or you can email us at nerdofanalogy@gmail.com. We do, but we do check both. Uh, with this week's keyword, which is masquerade. Yes, and a, that is M A S Q U E R A D E. And he didn't even look at the paper to do that. Y'all doubt his skills. Let me coming up in here doubting his skills, son. <laughs> no. So, of course, go to the email. Email us with the podcast uh, keyword. Uh, include the name of the podcast, Crusade of the Cosplayer, so we know which one you're talking about. Uh, and then do that, and every entry you send us for every podcast is an entry into the pot. Now, once we hit 150 listens or 150 downloads in a single episode, uh, which James and I have a feeling that this is going to be the episode that does it. This is probably, this is, 
this is the hill I'm going to die on, folks. Yes. This is going to be the episode that's going to do it. This is the hill upon which you shall die. Yes. So, when this episode uh, eventually hits 150 listens, which we're almost certain it's going to because of the topic and how much you guys love it, um, we're gonna that's going to trigger the Nerd Nest giveaway. We're going to go take those entries. We're going to put a drop in the hat, and then we are going to give it away. Give it away, folks. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Now, uh, what that is actually, folks, is that's not only good news, but that's actually a little bit of a warning to you. Yes. You might want to go ahead and get those entries in. And by the way, feel free to send us one email with every keyword. Yes, we've had that done multiple times. And we have no problem with that. We take it. Yes, we even have one person uh, who sent us an email. Uh, they had skipped through listening to the episodes. So they had gotten like uh, eight out of the 14 keywords from the episodes. Then they sent us a second email where they had copied the first email and filled in the gaps of the, the episodes that they went back and listened <laughs> to. So we don't care how you get it to us. Just, Just get, get it, it to us. us. Okay? And remember, once we give away Nerd Nest 1, we start Nerd Nest 2 Electric Boogaloo. Because the party don't stop, folks. We're going to keep giving stuff away because we love it. <laughs> Ain't no party like an NAK party because an NAK, NAK party, party don't, don't stop. stop. Word. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. Those sorry, beats are fresh. Yeah, they're dope. Straight fire, son. <laughs> God, we're so white. Oh, God. It's so it's bad. So bad. <laughs> yes. I apologize to anyone who's listened to the past two minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys it, and girls, children of all ages, for the first time in Nerdomanology's history, we have a special guest. We do. We yes. actually have a few guests, but... But first, our very first guest, guest. on Nerdomanology is the indomitable, the unbelievable, the incomparable. The yeah, that too. Sarah Phoenix. Sarah, welcome to Nerdomanology. Pleasure to be having you here. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> It is our extreme pleasure. You yes. are such an amazing talent. We, we really are. We're so glad that you agreed to be a part of this experience. We can't tell you how, how like excited we were. Like Sarah's going to do it. Like, what? Yeah. All right. <laughs> My heart's Major fanboy moment. Yeah, I was fangirling. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you guys are too cute. Thank you. Aww. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> Thank brushing you. Brushing all this makeup. I'm really blushing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to take your word for it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, before we begin, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Uh, so hi, guys. Um, my stage name is Sarah Phoenix. I'm actually just a normal person. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I am... Um, 31 years old, and I work as a ER nurse and junior doctor. And uh, besides that, I'm doing cosplay, costumes, and uh, live action role play. Live action role play. I like that. Yes. LARP. Yes. yes. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you're, you're talking to a couple of nerds here, so yeah. yes. We're, we're going to nerd out right along with you. Don't you worry about nerds. that. Nerds. <laughs> yes. Nerds for the win. <laughs> All right, so uh, what was your first experience with cosplay? Uh, My first experience with cosplay was, I think, around 2014 or something, when friends just told me that there is this game, this dressing up as a certain character and go to conventions, take pictures and stuff. And I was like, hmm. Okay, and they asked me if I would do a character for them, with them, and go with a with them to a book fair. And a book I, fair? Oh. Uh-huh. And first of all, I was like, "What do I have to do? What exactly is the meaning behind all this?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's just for fun." 
I was okay. It's just for fun. Let's do this. <laughs> so your first and cosplay was at a book fair. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that is actually cool. It is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first contact I had to cosplay. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, when did you decide to actually start doing it? Uh, kind of full-time, I guess, would be the best way to explain it, as much as you do it now. When did you first decide to make it kind of a regular thing? There we go, regular thing. It started with this book fair, actually. <laughs> so you were hooked from the get-go, like, this is it, I'm yeah. doing this from now on. <laughs> I, was, I was sucked into this with all I have immediately. We went there as three characters from Supernatural, and that was my first cosplay. Was so Castiel. I, so I ha you were Castiel? Yes! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Excellent that. choice. Love it. Of course. The totally confused angel. That's perfect fit yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, since I was new to this, the role was perfect for book fair because I was running around like, what is happening here? I have no idea what is this. And uh, people totally enjoyed it. It was the start of something huge. Yes, yes. We didn't have yes. time to sit down and eat and drink the whole weekend. We were just running around taking pictures, talking to people, taking more pictures, and I was totally confused. I felt like a celebrity all of a sudden. <laughs> well, it's because you are. You are a celebrity. Yeah, you are. You're Sarah Phoenix ah, official. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> but no, we cannot stop. No, no, we cannot stop. It's impossible to stop now. Okay. We couldn't if we tried. Okay. <laughs> Okay, oh. so so to you, Sarah Phoenix, what makes a good cosplay? Oh, that's that's an easy one. Okay. Do you want to have the answer? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> a good cosplay is when the person that presents this character feels comfy. Feels comfortable in the character. Uh-huh. Okay. When, when, he, when he is happy with what he created and what he's presenting, then it's a good cosplay. Oh, because that is... I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Some people can't sew or create costumes or something, and they buy it, and they are so excited to be this character and to, to, yeah, to, to act like this character, and they are so happy, and that's, that's when I think it's, it's good. That's awesome. That is a that is a that's that like is a, an epic answer. It really is. That's an epic answer. Thank that's you. That's the best answer we've ever heard for that question. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and put that out there. Yeah. And yeah, and and I that's get what it. It's yeah. about. This is what cosplay is about. That you feel feel comfy and that you are happy with what with what you present. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's now, like right in the feels, man. Yeah. Like, we're for uh, right now. <laughs> now aside from yourself, of course. Uh, do you have a favorite cosplayer? Yes. Now, if, you, if you're if you not comfortable revealing who it is, if you don't... <laughs> I saw want, that look on her face. She's like... You don't, you don't have to reveal who it is if you're not comfortable. <laughs> if you don't want to like put one above the other, that's completely fine. But who I want to tell They are oh. awesome. They are awesome. All of them. So I'm a big fan of all of my TikTok and cosplay friends, of course. Yes. Right. Uh, People that really blow my mind are, um, since day one, I started cosplaying. And since I came across this person, uh, there's one person that is perfection on creating characters from movies and theater and stuff. Uh -huh. Okay. This person is Silhouette Cosplay. 
silhouette cosplay? Uh-huh. She is from the U.S. And uh, she is perfection with Loki cosplays. Nice. Nice. Perfection. The, I, the I will details, I will definitely be checking her out after we get off this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Details are just sickening. You're like mind blowing. She's perfect in what well, she see, does. That's how I felt when I saw the uh, steampunk one you sent us with the mask. I was like, oh my the details so good. Oh god, I love it. Yes. But she's not the only one. From O C cosplay, the first time I I um saw an O C cosplay was with Kazan. Kazan cosplay costumes. She is yes, from Germany. That's that's the one I actually showed Jerry the uh, the uh, cosplay she does of um, the demon from the movie Legend. Yes. Oh, she's she is yes. yes. She, she this is mind blowing. I don't even know how she does that. And what? she she and my understand yeah and my understanding is she fabricated the vast majority of that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. Hands up for her. She's awesome. Like I saw that cosplay and I was like, I need to go watch that movie again. That's how good it was. Like, yeah, that's how close really. to the reason it was. It was <laughs> yeah, so good. She does, she does awesome OC stuff too. Like she did a bee and a bee stock and everywhere were bees and huge head pieces and you were like, Oh my gosh, what is happening here? Yeah. Yeah. And, she's uh, Yeah, I love apocalypse. There's one more for the post apocalypse. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Go for it. You want to check him out? <laughs> uh, he does uh, post-apocalyptic stuff, props and costumes and stuff, and that's Mark Cotter recreation. He is his details in post-apocalyptic stuff. That's mind blowing as well. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the whole post-apocalyptic thing. Like uh, Fallout is my jam. Uh, and Borderlands, like I'll, I'll, I will rep them to the day I die, and so I'm definitely going to have to go check him out because that's my stuff right there. As, yes. as a matter of fact, <laughs> this cosplay you're wearing right now for us, uh, Charlie, is actually Wasteland post-apocalyptic too, as well. Correct? Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I, I get a real Mad Max vibe from it, and I right? dig it. I dig right? it a lot. She's <laughs> <laughs> actually one of my LARP characters as well. Oh, really? Really. Yeah, she does exist for almost a year now, and um, she is from uh, from a circus in the post-apocalyptic world, and she ran away. She was the band mascot of the circus, and she ran away, and now she does everything she wants, just having fun, enjoying herself. <laughs> as, as all things should be. In, indeed. Yeah. If you're going to escape from the circus, you need to go party, like... Yeah. That's what not, I'm saying. Not gonna lie, this is the character that made me just absolutely fall in love with you as a cosplayer. <laughs> Fangirl <Special> squeal. <laughs> love you. Love you too. <laughs> so, uh, what is a what's a cosplay you've always wanted to do? That would be. There are several, but the one I really did in the end was Loki. Ah, Loki. Good choice. Very good choice. Tom Hiddleston (laughs) is a sexy man. (laughs) Actually, I was the first one in Germany that did the full armor Loki all out of nothing. I created this whole thing on my own. Didn't buy anything for it, just the fabric and the material. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, the headpiece with these horns, you know? Yeah. It almost had two kilograms. 
Wow. Okay, that so for um, for our American people, that's like what five pounds, I think, roughly, close, roughly close five to, yeah. pounds, somewhere in there. So, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a that's a heavy helmet. That is a heavy helmet. Heavy is the head that wears Loki's crown. That's all yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, but the indeed. whole costume was pretty heavy. <laughs> I can imagine so. Make so I got to ask, like, what did you uh, fabricate the the headpiece and the armor pieces out of? What did you use? Uh, Warbler. Okay, I've heard of Warbler, the, the, the foam material, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's thermoplastic, and you just use the the heating thingy, and then just you can form it. Very nice. Very and nice. We got to make us some armor, dude. We, we, need we armor. do. We do. Yeah. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, on that same tangent, if you had an unlimited budget, money was not an option. The world was your oyster. What cosplay would you do? <laughs> I would start, definitely start, my mermaid tail making business. So you want to make a business making mermaid tails? Silicone mermaid tails. Realistic silicone mermaid tails. Mm-hmm. I, That's I awesome. Now, for our listeners at home, if you have not gone onto TikTok, she actually has a few of these videos up. She actually does wear mermaid tails and actually goes swimming with the mermaid tails and is actually quite adept at it. Quite yes. adept. I would yes. I would drown in a minute, but, but I would try hard. Um, yeah, those tails are pretty heavy. You I would be a swimmer and free diving. You have to train a little. Yeah, you know. that's uh, that's not me. I'm, yeah, I would, <laughs> I'm, I would, not, I'm not a well-trained diver. I would look like a manatee. I'm a, I'm a well-trained sinker. See, I'm good at that. I would look like a manatee. And then it would be, James is just floating. I think he's got it. Oh, no, no. Call the ambulance. Yeah, Call no. the ambulance. He was hit by a boat. Let's go pick him up. <laughs> I love manatees, okay? Oh. They're so cute. Everybody loves manatees. They're the cow of the sea. They're fantastic. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, now... Uh, you talked a little bit about this, how you actually use the, you actually go get the material sometimes or you'll buy the accessories that you need. Um, do you prefer to buy what you need for the cosplay? Just buy it, boom, put it on, you're done. Or do you prefer to fabricate your own costumes? I prefer to do it myself because as I told you, I'm a sucker for detail. Mm -hmm. and I only can get that look if I can do it myself. So I try to to make everything on my own. So do you ever run into any difficulty? Is there ever a point in the cosplay you're like, well, crap, I'm, I, I can't make this. I'm going to have to go buy something. Uh, no. No. Because most of the time I wasn't satisfied with what you get sent from when you when you buy something. Mm -hmm. Like right. for, for Harley Quinn or something, you could buy the the accessories she has but they didn't look exactly like on screen so i had to do them myself the, the color wasn't right or something like that so i had to to change it anyways yeah we're gonna we're gonna show the people on the camera here your harley quinn cosplay so they can see what you're talking about yeah because it's that damn good yeah okay for everybody at home take a look yeah uh that that is sarah phoenix uh that is it, phenomenal. It looked like Harley Quinn, didn't it? You were that fooled. But yeah, that's actually Sarah Phoenix. That's how good it is. Yeah, you thought that was Margot Robbie. No. <laughs> no, not Margot Robbie. <laughs> no. 
Actually, Close. just kidding. We've got Margot Robbie here on the show with us right now. Yeah, yeah. No. Actually, we've, we've been we've been kidding you folks. We pulled the wool over your eyes. Yeah, it's Margot Robbie this whole time. Does a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's using the cosplay. You had no idea. She pretends to be Sarah Phoenix <laughs> ha, 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 ha. on, on no. TikTok. No, <laughs> no. But seriously, that is that is really great work. The, and the part about it that I like the most about when I was looking at it is all the little tattoos, like all the details and the tattoos, are what really made it. Like. Anybody can throw a Harley Quinn shirt on and a pair of fishnets and carry a bat around and, and do the put paint, on a blonde wig and that kind of. It's the tattoos, the small attention to detail, are, is like my favorite part of any cosplay. And you freaking yeah. nailed it. Thank you. It was was some work to to do those water color thingy on the shirt. Yeah. And I to to cut it all open and sew it together per hand on several. Parts because she does have that. Oh, we just figured you went out and got mauled by a bear <laughs> to get the rips in the shirt. That's what we figured. Like that's how attention to detail you are. Like I have to be attacked by an animal to have rips in my shirt. That's how. <laughs> yeah, actually, Charlie, I had some experience with the police. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> okay, a story time, kids. Yeah. Okay. Story no, time. we're not letting that slide. What do we got? <laughs> it was one of the fun moments in cosplay. Uh, I, I went uh, to Gamescom and there were policemen standing there and I was with my baseball thingies up there on my shelf. And I went to them and I was like, hi guys and stuff. And they were so funny. They were totally interacting with that. And it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I said, if I smash your car now? And they were like, mm, it might be a little rough. <laughs> Well, you know, but the good thing about it is, like, you totally could have done it, ducked into a bathroom, washed your face, pulled the, you know, pulled the hair extensions out, and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> They'd have never known it was you. She went out the window. Yeah. This crazy lady with a bat just jumped right out the window there. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to have just been a bystander. Fly on the wall, that. bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Can you picture the guy like he's calling back to dispatch like, dude, you are not going to believe what just happened here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of the cops had to take out a phone and take a picture. Had to. He should have done that, yes. He didn't? What? No. That would have been the But first thing I'd done. Over the place with cameras and pictures. <laughs> It'd have been like, you know, I'll probably get written up for this, but I don't care. Can you take a picture with me? Click. <laughs> done. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson, why were you on duty? Well, yeah, I got a photo to show you. <laughs> uh, so that was actually, that's a perfect segue in, into the next question. Do you prefer the convention scene? Or do you enjoy the convention scene, rather? The what? The convention scene, like going to cons. Do you enjoy that? Oh, conventions, yes. Yes, I do enjoy it. I stopped it a few years ago because of... Not enough time and money since I'm studying human medicine and working as a as a nurse part time to pay my rent and stuff. <laughs> and studying human medicine is really demanding. I can imagine. So, and by the way, we're uh, just a short short pause. Like, thank you so much for you know serving the public like that. It's amazing, especially right now. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, hats off to you. And, but we can't take our hat off because our headphones are on. It'd be weird. Yeah, they, but, they would fly, and but it would just be a mess. Were we not wearing headphones, our hats would be off to you, madam. So thank you so thank much you for what you do. Thank yeah, you very thank much. You. And and I have a bald spot, and I would show it. So, you know, that would yeah. Yeah, just to tell you how much I think of you. There you go. Yeah. We'd be willing to show our bald spots for you. That's how much we adore you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, no so, so you already told us your, your favorite <laughs> cosplay convention moment. So what, what's your cosplay horror story? 
<laughs> oh, I like that laugh. This is oh, going to be good. Pay attention, kids. <laughs> Actually, there was just one. And this was really a horror story. I'm just saying. Wings. Wings? Mm-hmm. I think every cosplayer knows what I'm talking about when I just say mechanical wings. Oh, mechanical wings. So they were mm-hmm. animatronic. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. So there was a malfunction, I take it? Yeah, it was. Actually, I had two weeks to create those wings. They were huge, like 4.5 meters long. This long? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they could move in two directions, like I could move them up like this and to my back so I would be smaller so I could fit through convention halls to move to another place and then they could flap to the side and then up. And then they had 4.5 meters. I made them for Gamescom for a friend. I actually am not that good at gaming but my friend there back there did and she asked me if I could do this character and uh, I did it just for this one convention horror because the the mechanic didn't work the engine just failed a lot of times and something was always broken and oh, it was horrible but in the end they worked and I wore them once and then oh. <laughs> then you set them on fire in anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these damnable wings! <laughs> I don't want to be no angel. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could. I like, have, I get mad when my remote doesn't work. I can't even imagine what it'd be like. Something I built and created by my hands just didn't function the way I wanted it to. I, the, the anger I would feel. Mm. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard several cosplayers tell stories about like um like there were uh there was a Robocop cosplayer and he actually had a leg piece designed for his suit. Oh, so and the gun would come out? So the gun would come That's out. Sweet. And the the story this guy told was that it would pull it would it would pop out and when it would go to separate it would kind of like somebody standing in the uh, automatic doors it would just keep opening, closing. It's like, okay, I gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, gotta get, no, okay, I gotta get the gun. And, and the and the worst part about it was he could never get the gun out. It would never open up enough to where he could just time it and just go. It oh. never opened enough. I mean, but hey, he built an opening leg. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, she built. Uh, let's see, four and a half meters is about. That's almost eighteen foot wingspan. That's insane. Those were huge. That's big wings. You were. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. I said challenge accepted. I had to go for it. Yeah, I get that. But no, trust me, I, we completely understand, and and it's amazing you were even able to fabricate them uh, from scratch. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry they did not work for you. Uh, it was not that comfy because I never gamed it and it wasn't my character, so I never felt like it. So it was okay. Well, I get That's that. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, now the uh, the cop story. Now, would that by chance be your favorite cosplay memory, or do you have a favorite cosplay memory that you haven't discussed with us yet? Yeah, I do have another one that was pretty funny. Me being Captain Jack Sparrow. Sorry. I have seen that cosplay. It is fantastic. fantastic. 
Yes, it is. We don't it's have a picture. So good. We don't have a picture, unfortunately. But you at home, if you're not on TikTok, get on TikTok. If for no other reason to come see the cosplayers on TikTok, go check her out and check out her Jack Sparrow character. Yes, like it's phenomenal. It looks exactly like Captain Jack, like down to the detail. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. Like I, I would like I, I don't even know where to find a tri corner hat. And like not only did you get a hat, it looks just like his hat from the film. It's unbelievable. I sewed it myself. You did what now? What? I sewed a hat myself. You sewed a hat yourself. I can't yeah. even cook pancakes right. She's over here sewing hats, did folks. You can that? you believe this? Did you did you hear that? Sewed her own hat. Can can you make a hat? No, you cannot. Sarah Phoenix can make a damn hat. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked it up. I wanted to see if I can buy one and nothing worked out. So I just did the whole costume myself. Wait a minute. So you mean you mean to tell me there's a place you can actually go where you can learn how to sew a tri-corner hat? It's in here. Oh, my God. She's so amazing. Did you hear she that? She figured out how to make the hat herself. Oh. She didn't need a tutorial video. Screw you, YouTube. Yeah, no I'll figure it out myself. Yeah, no tri-corner hats for dummies for Sarah Phoenix. No, she got it on her own. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, maybe that's my secret skill. That's your secret I skill? I patterns or something. I, I would yeah. believe that. I would, <laughs> I would definitely believe that. So, uh, just out of curiosity, have you ever had any issues uh, with fans or anybody recognizing you out in public as you're going about? I had several people recognize me in public, but no issues. Everyone was really kind. Well, that's good to know. That's awesome. Make their days. <laughs> so, like, now you were just you were just regular old Sarah Phoenix. You're walking down the street, and somebody ran up to you, like, "Oh my God, it's you!" Yes, in a, on a gas station, actually. <laughs> At a gas station. <laughs> that's an <laughs> awful place to be accosted by someone because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I was taking care of my car, and some, someone just ran up and said, "Oh my God, it's you!" And I was like, uh, "What?" Yes, <laughs> yeah, that I, that would probably be my reaction if somebody just rolled up on me. I'm yeah. sitting there with the nozzle in in the tank, pumping the gas off. Some somebody goes, "Hey, I know you." I'd be like, "Oh God, oh man, do I owe you money? Do I yeah, do I owe you money? <laughs> did I once?" Did I once date your now wife? I I, yeah. I don't know. Did we fight a long time ago? Oh no, you recognize me from my cosplay. Oh, oh okay, good. Okay. I don't have to die now. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. so uh, now, uh, do you think OC cosplayers get the short end of the stick as opposed to just regular cosplayers who are actually mimicking a popular character? I don't know. I think um, in all those OC characters, there's so much love in them and so much story and people really think about what they want to present, what kind of character they want to build up. Yeah. And uh, I think just because those characters are not shown in cinemas, on screen or in series or books or something, maybe people don't recognize them. If they look good, they fall for it as well. So they hype those characters too when, when they think they look pretty awesome. Then they say, oh my God, what kind of character is this? And when you say, oh, it's just an OC, they're like, oh my God, it's great. What's the story? But of course, when you, when you appear as Loki with the horns and the scepter and you walk in like, kneel before me. Okay, Everyone hang on one second. We'll get down. All right. 
Uh, that's as low as we can go. We're in chairs right now. Yeah. <laughs> but did, did you feel that terror when she said that? Like, swept the arm, kneel that before was, me. I was like, that okay, was, that okay. was terrifying. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> cute. I could say it again. It was cute. Oh, it was kneel. Oh God. Okay. Is that what's that chill running down my spine right now? Oh my God. Uh, that oh. would be a combination of cuteness and terror. Yeah. The the slow approach of death. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Too, too much in uh, character when I when I was Loki. I wore him almost every convention I went to. So, so did did you ever have people just randomly walk up to you and like drop to their knees and kneel before you? All the time. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what I like. Did. Yeah, All yeah, the you time. did. As it should be. <coughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> There are so many pictures of me with my scepter standing over someone and he's kneeling and I'm like, kneel. Look to your elder people. <laughs> Let him serve as an example. And then some random guy dressed up as Captain America comes by. Can I get in? No, you cannot. You you, stay away, sir. You stay over there. <laughs> this is my cosplay right now. <laughs> um, so... Uh, why do you feel like, um, because the, the general public, t- uh, we're, we're not going to mince words here, the general public tend to look down upon people who uh, who do cosplay uh, as being some sort of outer fringe thing. So why do you feel like cosplayers get such a bad rap from the general public? I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know. I think cosplay is not something in general public that people refer to as normal. Probably that's the best description. Yeah. Do you feel like it's maybe um, like a, a lack of uh, information, education on the topic, or or something yes. similar to that? Yes, maybe so. Maybe sometimes cosplayers might misbehave, and then this wrong light is put over every single cosplayer. But I don't know. I'm, I've seen a lot of acceptance of it here. People fangirling, fanboying a lot. <laughs> like, like it's okay, like us, we know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it helps so many people to overcome their fears, issues, and just insecurities. And that's, that's why it's awesome. You know what? I, that, yeah. is, that, is, that is a really good answer. Another epic believe. answer yeah. from Sarah Phoenix. Just, She's so wise. She is. She's and is and is truly talented and totally talented. Yes. And here in a few minutes, folks, as soon as we're done with our last question, we're actually going to show you some more of Sarah Phoenix's How cosplays. freaking talented she is! You're going to get to see this mask I've been talking about for the past thirty or forty-five minutes. However, the hell long we've been talking because yeah. it's that damn good. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think the future of cosplay will be? What do you think is maybe the next evolution, the next progression of cosplay? What do you think it would be? Hopefully, more people joining in. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yep, yep. Again, great answer. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, and hopefully more acceptance, and not that, and people think we're all freaks. Hopefully. Well, we don't think that. Well, we don't, but there are people that would. Yeah, no. Hence the previous question. And by the way, if any of you so now, are, like, if any of you are watching, any of you people, any of you naysayers for cosplayers. Um, just go ahead and quit watching. We don't. Yeah. We don't need you watching. You can turn this go, off. Go on. No, it's an AB conversation. You don't get to see, you you don't see, get to see Sarah. No, you don't. You don't get to see Sarah. Only we get to see Sarah. Okay. As she drinks from her black cup. I gotta ask. What, what, are, you, what are you drinking right now? Water. Water. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> We're drinking Diet Pepsi and, and, uh, and other bad things for us. Yes, things that are very, very bad for you. So now, um, do you feel like with uh, the advent of technology, like you know, with the smaller LED lights, the the smaller animatronic motors, do you think we will like start seeing more mechanically inclined concepts being incorporated into cosplay? Hopefully, I mean it's hard. I saw that several times, and I tried it too. I mean, those wings I was talking to you about, to telling you about, those were having lights included as well. And the costume and the, the sword, there was a huge sword. It was two meters long, I think. There were lights in it too. Wings and and I, I, I really liked that. And this was, for a, this was for a gaming convention, right? Mm-hmm. Was somebody, were they playing Tyrael? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only person I can think that carries a giant sword and has wings. It's a good character. Oh, I right? think the, the character was was how was the name of the character? I think Iron in, Iron Inquisitor Kale from League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends. Okay, yes, I got okay. you. Yes, Very good. Got you. Very okay. Good. I think it was <coughs> which is available for download now on your mobile device. That's what it always yeah. says whenever I load up YouTube. <laughs> Give us money. We're advertising for you. <laughs> Please. Since I'm not a gamer girl, I don't know all those names of those games, but yes. Well, that's My fine. My experience yeah, no. gaming is I started, and I don't even know how to press all those buttons. Hey, you know get, what? You're, you're, just, a, you're a nurse and a fantastic cosplayer. You need no other skills. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, uh, and, if any, and if any gamers give you problems, let us know. We know a guy in Jersey. We'll handle that. Yeah, we can make things happen. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> He'll be sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. And then you can swim down and see him in your mermaid tail. Yes. Okay, Total now... <laughs> Now, how's about, can we possibly get maybe a little spoiler, maybe a little sneak peek of a new cosplay you're working on? Oh, look at that devilish grin. She's not going to tell us nothing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. We, we just had to ask. We had to ask. <laughs> Sneaky question. Um, I can tell you, hopefully, it's going to include a lot of color. Okay. Okay. A lot of color. And, of course, dreads. Okay. I do have a picture in my mind, but I don't know yet if it will look that way, so I can't exactly tell you more. Can I ask what color the dreads are going to be? All sorts of colors. Okay, so that, that eliminates the one that I was thinking. Okay. All Although I bet I bet you've probably I, I can almost guarantee you have you uh have you cosplayed as, as Aloy yet? No. I was told to do that. Several times because when people see my red dreads, yes, that was my first thought like, when I saw them. Do this cosplay; it would fit you so well. <laughs> yes, I mean the, the resemblance with just the dreads is uncanny. But um, I know you don't play video games, so you're probably not familiar with Horizon Zero Dawn. But the, you would you would nail the character, I have no doubt. Aww, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. So now we're going to get to the fun part, the, the very last end here. So uh, what you said earlier that uh, sewing without knowing is your secret skill. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you have any other secret skills that nobody's aware of? Mm. Mm, I can play music. What do you play? Um, the piano, the guitar, a little bit the violin, I'm singing, the accordion. Oh is there anything you can't do? That's what I need to know right now. 
<laughs> I'm not really good at learning and keeping complex things. I don't think anybody is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't I don't just pick up a calculus book and just you know Yeah. No, I mean I, I can play the drums. That's the extent of my musical talent. That uh, was it. Trombone here. Yeah. Band nerds can, too, by the way. We can totally start a, a little band a Yes. Band. We're in a band now. <laughs> awesome. Yes. We just gotta figure out how to fly to Germany so we can rehearse. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we will. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, finally, uh, well, actually, not finally. Uh, what is your biggest nerd obsession? The biggest nerdy thing you obsess over? I'm obsessed with all kind of mermaid stuff. So you you are you are part of the mermaid fandom. Like anything mermaid, you're in. Mm-hmm. Give me shiny stuff, shells, scales. Cute little fishies and shells and stuff, and it's all over my place. <clears throat> <laughs> that is perfect. That was the look of somebody who's like desperately asking for an intervention, like, please stop me from buying mermaid things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a cry for help, people. Help me. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, my friend. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, take the last honor, the last question here. All right, and our last question for you, Sarah, is: Do you have a message for anyone who is wanting to get into cosplay and for the cosplay community? For anyone who wants to get into cosplay, just do it and enjoy it. As long as you do what you enjoy and what makes you happy, that's that's perfect. That's all about what cosplay is about. And for the community, I have to say the same thing. And besides that, don't judge people that fast. It happens a lot. The people are judged by their costumes. Oh, you didn't make this on your own. Oh, you didn't do that. Or people that say, oh, you did this character and you did it so perfectly. Now I can't do it anymore because I will never achieve that kind of level you did. And we need to get rid of all of those thoughts because what is the basic idea of cosplay? The basic idea is to get into a character and present a character you love. Just feel the character, be it, and enjoy yourself doing it. So no bad feelings, no bullying, please. Just let everyone enjoy what they are doing. Instead of Sarah Phoenix, we're just going to call you Sherpa Phoenix. Yes. <laughs> Wise yeah. words, ladies and yes. gentlemen. The Dalai Wise. Phoenix is here, folks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so now we're gonna we're gonna share a few of your characters uh, with the uh, audience here that's watching on YouTube. And we're going to start with Frenya. 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 Actually, Jerry says it better than me. Frenya. Yes. Look, look, just look at that. Just look at it. Look at it. Look how good it is. Like, if you didn't know that she was sitting here right now, you would assume that was a historical photo that somebody had retouched from Scandinavia. Yeah, I absolutely love the scenery that was used for the photo because that's exactly what it is. It looks like it could be a scene from a Viking movie, and yes. that could be a shield maiden standing by the lake just look gazing off. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Yes, the only thing that's not perfect because it's not actually historical correct are the dreads. 
but I love the look. That's why I chose them. Yeah, the dreads are awesome. Don't let anybody ever tell you any different. <laughs> no, don't listen. Don't listen to them, folks. They had dreads. No, I'm yes. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, and next up. Ooh, the one you named. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fun fact: I actually got the pleasure of being able to name this character. He did indeed. Seratari. Seratari. Which comes from Flos Eret Aridas, which is Latin for glowing flower. Aww. But, like, you know, anybody who's, like, a fan, especially, like, the whole, uh, you know, Mexican sugar skull thing, like, spot on. Yeah, Freaking perfect. spot on. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I really so, enjoyed it. So this was <laughs> and now. I the name. When you came up with this name, I was just totally blown away. I was like, okay, that's the name. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's my dude. He's good at things. Uh, some things. Some things. A lot of things. Okay. I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. And we love you. <laughs> yes, we do. I can't tell you how much fun this has been, but we're not quite done just yet. So uh, she sent us this photo as a little bit of like a for giggles type thing, but I had to print it out and share it uh, because it's it's so good. It's so good. And so you want to tell everybody who this is? This, ladies and gents, is Davina Jones, a pirate of the crew of the undead. Yes. Uh-oh, folks. Check that out. Yes. Again, no. attention to detail. Unbelievable. I could have totally seen this character. Yeah. In the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm pretty sure I did see that character in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Were you like in the background somewhere and you didn't just didn't tell us? Did you just sneak Yeah, you just sneak on the boat one day in full makeup? See see that's why she when when we asked her about the secret talent, that's why she kinda of backed up a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, well I mean you you've seen her assassin character, right? Yes. Yeah. She has espionage skills. She can just sneak in anywhere she needs to go. There you go. <laughs> I would have been the guy in the background dropping the brain. Saying like, nobody move, but drop my brain. <laughs> Perfect. No, seriously, don't move. You might step on it. Just stop, stop, stop. Okay, Jerry, I got it. I'm going to give you the oh, pleasure. I cannot. This, this, it's, it's so good. It's, ah, it's so yes. good. <coughs> yes. My secret passion, all the apocalypse. Yes. So if you are not a fan of anything in the world, I guarantee you're going to be a fan of this. Just look at the detail in this photo. I am literally going to get this blown up into a poster. It is going on the wall of my house. That's how much I love it. No. <laughs> it is so good. And this character's name is, for our fans watching? Uh, this uh, character is named Radix. Yes, from Fallout, of course. Yes. yes. But it, Sarah, it's so good. Like, oh my God, it's so good. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I have not, I have yet to come across a bad cosplay that she does. None. Have yet. Not a one. Not a one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank yeah, you thank for what you. you do. Absolutely. And, and of course, thank you for joining us. Uh, for those of you who do not realize uh, by her lovely voice, uh, she is actually overseas in Europe. She is six hours ahead of us right now and has graciously agreed to be on the show with us, even though we're recording in the middle of the afternoon here. Uh, it's probably, what, about 7 o'clock there where you're at right now? Uh, it's 7.30 p.m. here. Yeah, see, there you go. So yeah. it just, just not only is she a fantastic cosplayer, not only is she a nurse out there saving people on a daily basis, she's gracious enough to entertain two nerds for an hour in the middle of the evening. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's my extreme honor to be with you on your show. Well, Seriously. well, the honor is all ours. I can tell you that. Yeah, much. and we're just we're, we were just so thrilled when you agreed to be on the show. Yes, we were very very appreciative to have you. And ladies and gentlemen, one final time, the incomparable, the multi-talented, the amazing Sarah Phoenix. Sarah Phoenix official folks. Sarah, thank and you so much for joining us. Yes, <laughs> and the guys. And the guys. Us We're, guys. We, you don't need our names right the now. The ones just... you don't care about at all right now because you're looking at her right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but Sarah, seriously, thank you so much for doing this. We cannot tell you how much it means to us uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. And we look forward to seeing more characters and more content from you soon. Yes. The... In, in your time because you're busy. Yes, the, we we, we're, we're looking forward to the multicolored dreadlock mystery as yet to be revealed. I hope so soon. My dread lady who actually makes my dreads, she's working on them right now. Oh, sweet. So you, I do don't you, know when they will be finished. Do you want to give her a shout out while, while we got a couple minutes here? Yeah, sure. Her name is Anam Kara on Facebook, and she uh, makes those dreads, and she's awesome. Yes, she is, because your dreads are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Uh, it's easy going because you braid them in and you braid them out, and that's it. You don't have to have them forever. Yeah, but unfortunately, you do need to have enough hair to braid them into, and that rules me and James out. So yeah. we, we won't be wearing your dreads in the near future. <laughs> we, we, we can glue them on your heads. Whoa. You know what? I'm already missing enough hair. Let's do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's do this. Leroy, Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins. <laughs> uh, so uh, finally, before we go, or, or do you have anybody else you want to uh, say a special hello to, some special shout-outs you want to do? Please, by all means, this is your time. Yes. You two guys, because you are amazing. Aww. Aww. Thank you. you guys. We love you, too. We love you, too. You're amazing. Wow. Thank you. And All warm in my heart right now. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Got that warm fuzzy feeling. Then again, it could have been dinner last night. I'm not sure. It probably is indigestion. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, folks, you've been an absolute gem and a doll, and we appreciate you so much. We Thank really do. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, ma'am. You're unbelievable. You. And you I, we cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. It's going to be amazing. We know it is. I hope so. <laughs> oh, we know so. Trust we, us. we know so. We know. But thank you. It is all for entertaining. <laughs> what did you say? It is all for the entertaining. Yes, yes. Well, we are definitely entertained. If if That's Maximus true. were here to ask us, are you not entertained? We are entertained, sir. We're very entertained. <laughs> but we were entertained before you came in here. We we had her. You're you're good. Yeah. Come back. You, you gotta leave now. Yeah. Get out here. We're busy. Goal achieved. I entertained the guys. Goal achieved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but seriously, again, I know I keep saying this because I'm just I'm fangirling out right now. But thank you so much for being here. You're amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, and we will. Honored to be here, and we're very honored to have you. And we will see you on TikTok. Yes, we will. Boris. <laughs> and thank you so much, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too, guys. See you later. See you later. Sarah Phoenix, everybody. Sarah Phoenix. She was on our show. <laughs> All right, stop the video.
right. Amazing. Thank you, ma'am. We so wonderful much job. It. We yes. appreciated it. Thank you, guys. You did a wonderful job. Oh no, you did all the work. We were just here asking dumb questions. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't dumb. They were very, very good. Oh well, thank you. Well, thank you. We worked hard on them. <laughs> Yeah. But we know you have more important things to do, so we're going to go ahead and let you go. I didn't plan anything else tonight, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, so, how are you doing today? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? I am okay. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, having a great day here. Yeah. Especially now that we just interviewed Sarah Phoenix. I don't know if you were there or not, but we just interviewed Sarah Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, did okay. you catch that? No, oh, not okay. yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's very sneaky. You probably didn't see her when she came in and got left. Yeah, <laughs> you got the phoenix, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, we trust me, we couldn't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, because I don't know if you were—I uh, don't know if you recall or not—but we pitched this idea back in episode two of our podcast. We were talking about maybe doing this, and you were the first name we mentioned. As like, as like possibly doing it. So when you actually agreed to, it, we were like, "Holy crap, it happened!" <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, we were just stoked. We were just like, "She agreed to do it. She did the thing. She did the thing." <laughs> I was so honored when you asked me. Seriously. Oh no! Like, like we have said about a billion times already. Trust us when we say the honor it was is ours. ours. Definitely ours. Okay, I'm blushing again. <laughs> We're going to have to take your word for it again. Uh, yep, again. <laughs> hey, and by the way, I, 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 didn't want to, I didn't want to impose on anyone we're going to interview today, especially you, to do a cosplay on the show. Uh, I would have been fine with it either way, but I am honestly super excited that you dressed up as Charlie. Yeah, it's like, um, what do they call that? The icing on the cake? Yeah. It's just that much better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... So thank you for taking the time and effort to get into cosplay. Yes, that was that was so so humongous of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, I love Charlie and I love being in her and being her. And when you, when you said you wanted her on the show, I was like, okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you email and you were like, "Do you mind if I come as Charlie?" In my head, I was like, "Oh my god, I would love that." But I tried to be professional, and I was like. No, just if you want to, that's fine. We're not going to say you have to, but inside I was all, she's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, inside we were inside we were doing what you did earlier. <laughs> I didn't want to ask you earlier because you in one of your lives, JC, you said that all of those account takeovers, there are happening so many of those. But actually, you would have been on my list to be taken over, too, because I did those takeovers just to support support all the awesome peeps I met on TikTok. That's but, awesome. So if you, if, you, if you want to, I could do it, but I didn't want to push it. Yeah, he wants to. <laughs> yes! Wee! Yeah, now it's his turn to fangirl. I, I was actually afraid to ask you because... You, you said this thing that there are too many account takeovers happening at the moment, and I was like... Well, 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 well there is story behind that. See, at the time when they were first going on, it was all about trying to help people out and kind of, you know, do like a fundraiser type thing to help other people. Yeah. Right, the and first so, one. Yeah, and so at the exact same time that was going on, like 
all these other, um, I, I hesitate to use the term more popular, uh, but some of the bigger cosplayer names uh, decided to start doing it as well. And so we kind of felt like it was pulling away uh, attention from the importance of the, what we were trying to do with the whole idea behind it. And so that was kind of why we were like, mm. and, and and also I hate to say it, but there have been so many fundraiser account takeover yes. things coming up. It's it's getting to a point right now where I'm sure Jerry has the same concern as I do, and I'm sure you will probably have the same concern we do that some of them may not be actually fundraisers. Well, yeah, and that that concerns me. I'm not accusing anyone by any stretch. No. But yes. I mean, and then you also run into an issue where uh, if you begin to uh, what's the term for if you begin to monetize uh, like your your cosplay and your platform, you know, like it, mm. it like when you were saying like cosplay is about having fun. If you start monetizing, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get paid for the work and the effort that they put into the cosplays because you know you can get a lot of pay and gigs doing that. Uh, but when you have people who are like supporting you emotionally and then you're asking them to support you financially, it's into there's a little bit of gray area there. I feel like we feel like, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, you obviously know, I, you obviously know I've started doing cosplay a little bit and uh, <laughs> I love that smile. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, you did. Now you're hooked. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, even just the little bit of stuff, I've actually gotten it, it still put a little bit of the dent in the wallet one week. And it was like, it, it, it made it a little tight that week, but it was okay. Yeah. It was a sacrifice I made to be able to do it. But what I do is not even close to as what, how elaborate, like just Charlie. The, I mean, that's a ton more makeup than I use yeah. a lot more accessories than I use. I actually packed up my cosplay stuff, which I keep in the room we're recording in into a box about Yogi Big. That was it. <laughs> like, that's it. The gloves, the um, the nail polish, the nails, the fangs, the uh, black lipstick, the adhesive, all yeah. of it. A box about that big. Seriously. Okay. Just, yeah. that's, that's it. That's it. That is Artemis. Yep. In a box. <laughs> In a box. And you've got like an entire room dedicated to all your stuff right behind you. So <laughs> Yeah. So the, the point we're trying to get at is, is... If somebody wants to financially support a cosplayer, yes, absolutely, please, because it's expensive. Yes, one hundred percent expensive. You know, I never felt good accepting money for doing what I'm doing. Well, no, and there are a lot of people who share that sentiment, you know. But at the same time, like, uh, especially with your, um, like, with your, uh, with Frenya, your Shield Maiden or Rad X, like, you could get a paying gig in that cosplay doing photo shoots, easy. Yeah, totally. Easy. I don't know. I never did that that kind of stuff. Well, I, mean, I know I'm you actually, you obviously don't want to, post- but you could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in a post-apocalyptic show group. I'm sorry, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm in a post-apocalyptic show group. We can be booked for events and uh, go there as walking acts, and we're working on... Are you willing to travel? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, we understand there'd be an added cost, but I think we can make that work. Like, I would just want you guys to follow me around while I walk downtown. Like, they'd be like, what the hell's going on with that guy? Like, oh, this is my army. <laughs> yeah, this is our army. For the coming apocalypse. What apocalypse? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. 
Actually, it was much fun. I had to go to the store on Saturday last week, and I was in total uh, Phoenix mode. Actually, Phoenix is Red X, just a little different. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had those those goggles on, those goggles and the mask, and I went into the store shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, now if you're out in public wearing a mask, though, it's not that big of a deal. Like, ah, they're just being safe. (laughs) Yep. They're being fashionably safe. Yeah, exactly. That's a cool mask. Where did I get it? (laughs) That's how to wear wear face masks. Yeah. She showed you the proper way, folks. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That right there is the proper way to wear a face mask. Okay, just so we're clear. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Even though we're not recording anymore. Camera. Look at this camera. There you go. This is how you wear a mask, Remember that camera. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if you're wondering, this is how a lot of our podcasts go. Yeah. We talk to inanimate objects. It's no big deal. We do voices. It it, it can get weird in here sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. A lot of uh, times. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Weird is good. Normal is scary. <laughs> I you like know, that. Weird I could is not perfect. Have said it normal any is better. scary. I could not have said it any better myself. That might, I might have to put that on a t-shirt. With your permission, of course. I want to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, please. Do it. Excellent. All right. That would be, that would be something for my merch store, actually. But I don't know how to, to open it, so it never happened. <laughs> hey, you should do what we did and go to Teespring. Teespring.com. Yeah. Yeah, but how does it work? Okay. I don't have... What you do is you go to the website, Teespring, T-E-E-Spring.com. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. And it, there's actually a how-to guide, mm-hmm. and it'll walk you through like setting up your own T-shirts, hats, other merchandise. You okay. can take like some of your photos like this, and you uh-huh. can actually... Take the photo from a file on your computer, put it onto the shirt, uh-huh. like just uh-huh. drop and drag. Yes, and then yes. I will buy that shirt, most and definitely. And you can create shirts. <laughs> There's no money on your part. Yeah, it requires no investment on your part. You just get a kickback whenever something's sold. Yeah. But yeah, totally look into it. You should do it. It's what we did. Yes, I will try that. If I need help, may I ask you how to? You may it definitely. It would be an honor. honor. <laughs> yes, oh my it gosh. would be an honor. Yeah. Free shirts you, for you, you for life, probably. Maybe that's that's something. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But no, like one hundred percent. You know, if you have any questions about it, you've got our email. You you follow us both on on TikTok now. Which thank you for the follow, by the way. That like warmed my heart. I was like, oh my god, she follows me now. Absolutely, I didn't see you sooner because if so, I would have followed earlier. I was terribly sorry. I was so late. Well, I've been meaning to do a video letting people know that he is on TikTok, so people yeah. can go follow him. It's just been. One thing after another after another. I haven't had the chance to get the video done, yeah, but that's the, coming soon. I'm the unseen part of Nerd of Knowledge. <laughs> well, I'm going no, to get... not so unseen anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I am going to get that done. That's going to happen. I believe you. You don't look like you believe me. I believe you, <laughs> Okay. There's, you got other more important things. We'll get to it. It happens. Yeah, having to deal with that garbage last night. Yeah, tell me about it. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, do uh, you got any other questions for us? Maybe come over here one day. We would love to. I would love to. That would be yeah. awesome one day. <laughs> yeah, we can all. Uh, I would totally put you. You have to know. I would totally put you into post-apocalyptic gear and take you to a LARP event. That is Life not a problem. Instant. That's not a problem um, at all. Um. Yes. Yeah. Totally into that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm booking my ticket right now as we speak. Hand me my phone, please. I can check. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would, I would absolutely love that. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Awesome. But we are going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you so much for joining us today. It means the world to us. You're amazing. It means the world to me. You guys are amazing. Well, we appreciate that. We, thank you we very thank much. you very much. And thank you, guys. Uh, thank it's, you. Getting, it's getting into the wee hours of the evening, the early evening over there. So yes. go get you something to eat, get out of makeup, enjoy the rest of your evening. Or go out to eat in your makeup, whatever you want to do. Film it what, for TikTok. It, Sounds it, like a fantastic it, idea. I like that idea. I'm going to take, take out those threads today. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to take a while. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I see why you didn't make any plans tonight, because you're going to be taking dreads out. <laughs> I love Actually, that. I need about an hour to get them out, oh. to get them in about one and a half or two hours and out one hour. Well, you know what? We appreciate the fact that you did it even more now. Yeah, we really absolutely. Do. I love it. I enjoy it. And well, I was so happy that I could bring Charlie for you guys. Well, we're happy to have her and to have you, of course. Right. So, yes. uh, by all means, enjoy your evening. Get you something to eat. Yes, relax. You guys too. We will. Thank and you, madam. Thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us again. Yes. And now it is time for our surprise guest, the Swedish lady. The Swedish lady, the queen of cosplay, has joined us. Yeah. She has graced us with her presence. Thank you for being with us, madam. You're welcome. All right, so we're going to dive right into it. So uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. Again, um, uh, for myself, besides cosplay, I'm a, I am a hotel manager full-time at one of the hotels here in Las Vegas. I am a mom of two. I love my babies. I have a five-year-old, eight-month-old baby girl. Um, oh, have, oh. Yeah, she's a sweet. Her name's Willow. I love her to death. And my five-year-old son, his name is Connor. So they're my babies. Um, Did you just say your son's name was Connor? Mm-hmm. We were totally going to name our son Connor if we had a boy. That's awesome. Really? Oh, well, <laughs> I like Connor because I, I like the Terminator movie, so that's why I wanted Connor. To I be. need to speak to Sarah Connor. <laughs> and then Willow was, I'm a big fan of that movie Willow, so that's why. Oh, yeah. That is a good movie. Oh, my God. Just when you thought Swedish later couldn't get any cooler. She just did. She just did. That yeah. just happened. That, yeah. Well, well, I wanted him to be the Ninja Turtles, but that's quadruplets, and my hubby was not going to have that. He's that's like, a- no. They could be Mike Lee, Don Ralph. Yeah, that works. Absolutely. <laughs> so what was your first experience with cosplay? Um, my first experience was when uh, back in April when I got let go. Beginning of April, I got let go, and I saw TikToks. I was watching videos, and I came across some cosplayers. I'm like, that looks actually kind of fun, you know, because I realized at home I am very boring. So I know other talents. I was like, I'm going to try it. And so I posted a video. I had I bought like a cheap $20 voodoo costume on Amazon, like the cheapest of cheap. Threw it on, did some moves, and then people liked it. And I kept going up. So I like that. I did some moves. People liked it. I kept going up. <laughs> and, and in case you didn't catch that, folks, she's been doing this five months. Yeah, five, five months. months. That's all. And she's that damn good. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> You're quite welcome. Very welcome. <clears throat> so, uh, what in your mind makes a good cosplay? Being yourself and basically making it your own. We understand there's going to be a lot of OCs. Not everyone's going to have that creative, that creative mind, but it's okay. I always say first be yourself first and branch off to your own personality. I feel portray something that's like you in the real world. 
And then that connects you more with the character. So I always say make sure you always start with your personality. And then after that, continue into doing cosplay. Like, you know, fusing it together. That's awesome. That's a great answer. Absolutely. I love that answer. It's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. And you were nervous. Yeah, exactly. So uh, besides (laughs) yourself, of course, who who is your favorite cosplayer? I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, Favorite cosplayer. There's, there's, there's many, many, many. Um, well, the top one that always came up to mind, because I know with the Glow Informative Fox, she was absolutely my favorite. But uh, my favorite one, because the humor they add into it, where they don't allow, um, basically, judgment-wise, because I find with his, uh, what is it, uh, Scott, the one who plays Jesus, that TikToker. Oh, Scotty Wartooth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, he just cracks me up because he doesn't allow trolls or people to pull, pull, like, pull him down. He's like, no, this is fun. And he doesn't allow people to push him in the corner and basically them demanding on what they want to see or what they want to hear. I'm like, that's not what cosplay is about. It's about being yourself, being whatever you want, and people accepting it. Yeah, his videos where he claps back at the trolls are just, they're amazing. Because you can tell he's like, he's like, I'm not letting this get to me at all. Exactly, and I love it. I love that he does that. And because he's such a, he's this amazing TikToker, and he's, and he's huge. He's a celebrity. He is. Everyone knows him for that. And that's why I'm like, yeah, he's, he's a great inspirational because he teaches people not take that bull crap from people like it doesn't matter you know you gotta keep going and just block him ignore him or show what he does back he makes those videos back at them like you ain't gonna get me exactly absolutely love that about him so what is a cosplay you've always wanted to do yes i'm gonna change it up a little bit now Well, right now, I've always done female characters. I really, really, really want to try to gender bend it, but switch it into doing a male character. I haven't actually decided the OC yet with it, uh, but I see like a lot of women that they do female characters and they do male characters. I'm like, oh, that would actually kind of be fun. I was making a joke with my hubby. I'm like, keep making these characters for men. I got to make some for the women. <laughs> yeah, do, so do it for the ladies. There you go. Yeah. So I was joking with him, like, because I have another OC radio who's got an upgrade. He'll be coming this week. So um, I'm going to be bringing him out um, again because um, not a lot of people got to see it, but everyone liked him. I don't know if you guys remember radio. I do. I, I do. And actually, I remember you talking about that in your 100K Live. You brought out some new pieces you had for radio. Yeah, I got him a full costume because, again, I was trying it out. I want to see if people liked him. Like, oh, like, okay, put your side. At least I know he tests the waters. Now I'm going to bring you back with a little extra. So I have a full new outfit for him, but it's going to be a full male character with the mask and everything. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. I'm excited <laughs> to see it. I am too. And just for you watching at home, full disclosure, uh, this is the second time we've had to do this interview. She was good enough yeah. to come back and do it. Here's what happened. Laptop. We recorded interview. We said bye. Closed Skype. Poof. Pow. Audio gone. <laughs> Power gone. Power gone. <laughs> Laptop went black. And We how- turned it back on. No audio. Yeah, and how good is she? She agreed to come back and do this interview. That's how yeah. good of a person she is. <laughs> so, uh, cannot thank you enough for that. Yeah, but really, really. Next really. question. Yes. So, uh, I know we've already asked you this before, but <laughs> we're going to ask you again. <laughs> so, if you had your unlimited budget to make your own cosplay, what would you do? No, 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 absolutely. And that's something I'm going to stick with is, if I had unlimited, I would get my own studio. I feel branching out with cosplay to give uh, people that unlimited visual idea that you can do anything and be anything, whether if you have a four by four space or if you have a full room or a studio, you can do anything. And that's something I really want to have people understand is that as long as you have a phone, you know, you have some light, you're creative, you're optimistic about it. You can be anything you want. And I think I would use that as a studio to really inspire people 
to branch out that cosplay is endless possibilities. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to the Swedish Lady Studios one day. Yes, I, that would be that. That I've always had. Oh, it's so nice. Studio, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you are in Vegas. You do want to see your name up in lights, like it's a thing, you know. <laughs> a Swedish Lady Production. Oh, I know. It'd be so cool. One day. One day, we'll get you there. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, do you prefer to make or purchase your accessories? I like to do both. Uh, mainly my Ome hats that I have, I like to make them with hot glue gun. You can do anything with it. I love hot glue gun. They're great. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Did you just make up a hot glue guns jingle? Because I'm in it. I'm in yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They work. They work phenomenal, and it's great. And it doesn't damage the product when using it. So I like making my hats, and I bought four more black hat top top hats that I get to decorate for future OC. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but that, besides everything else, is on Amazon. I just have to put my creativity. I don't like to buy, I don't buy the outfits all in one. I buy them in pieces. So like my whole outfit, when it came to steampunk, everything came separate. One week here, one week there. Put that piece, don't like that piece. So it's all over time that I, I combine it together. And same with the Mad Hatter. Everything is just random pieces that I'm putting together to give it that more visual feel. Oh, okay. That sounds fantastic. So um, what is your cosplay horror story and your oh, cosplay yes. funniest moment? Because we have to share those again because they were great. Yes. <laughs> I, I made you guys laugh at first time, so I could probably do it again. Oh, yeah. We're going to. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, well, the horror story was when I had that severe allergic reaction to UV paint. Unfortunately, me still being new to makeup, I had no idea it was not meant for the face. I just saw UV and I'm like, oh, stick it on the skin. What could go wrong? Went wrong. So Everything I, went wrong. <laughs> well, you know, like those women who get chemical burns. I'm like, no, just put some UV paint on. It takes your skin right off. You don't need to spend three grand. Spend four ninety nine. Yeah. That's the job. Need a good exfoliator? UV yeah. paint. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, these women spending thousands. You don't need that. Just throw some UV paint on it. Does the trick. Coming to you soon, the Swedish lady line of skin products. <laughs> <laughs> Close it shows. <laughs> <laughs> And we've already got a motto, folks. We're in business. <laughs> you are a marketing genius. Really? <laughs> I was like, like well, what could rhyme? I was like, please find a word that rhymes. Well, you nailed it on the first go, might I add. And so, and so what was your funniest moment? Uh, funniest moment, uh, like again, I have kittens, which they're going home soon now, but I've had kittens where because normally when I do my TikToks during the day, because our son doesn't set here until like 8.40 at night. So I have to put a blanket literally on my curtains right there to basically block the light out. And these little fuzzies like to think it's a, it's a thing to climb and they climb it. And then one day I was doing a video and I'm like, why? Why did light just flash like Lord of the Rings moment? Like, whoa, what's going on here? They were taking down all my curtains. AKA blanket. Yeah, these will not do. They must go. Yeah, well, you guys may the scene from uh, Return of the King when I uh, no is it the two towers when Gandalf's on the hill and he brings his staff with the bright light. Oh yeah, moment. yeah. Yes, glorious moment. That felt like that light when they tore down the curtain. Like, Gandalf? Like, no, it's the sun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, if you know the movie, you know exactly what that felt like because I was like bright light and I was like, 
What the hell? You know, if an old man would have happened to be looking through the window, I bet that thought would have crossed your <laughs> mind. Like, Gandalf? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, this is an old homeless guy peeping on me. Okay. <laughs> oh, if it was one of my old engineer guys, I would full, like, Oh my God, Gandalf! Because we have a one that looks like Gandalf. Cracks up. He's got the beer and everything. If that would have happened. That would have so hard. How many? Just out of curiosity, how many times have you been standing in front of him in the hall and just looked at him and said, "You shall not pass." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because he, he opened the door and I went like this. You shall not pass. And he at me the first time he met me, and I was like. Hi, Brooke. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, <just over> <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I gotta go to HR because something weird just happened. Was, but I assume he looked like the part, so I assumed that he probably would get that a lot. So when I first opened the door, I was like, Holy Gandalf! Oh, he has to get this lot. I have to do it. And I did that stance, and he looked at me with his toolbox, like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like. <laughs> You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, my, my toilet's not working. Please follow me here. <laughs> <coughs> that's so, that is epic. so good. That is it's epic. so good. Yeah, I'm not making it up. It, that actually did happen, and ever since he cracks up when I bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you are famous, do you ever have any issues with being recognized in public, or do you ever have fans run up to you and go, oh, my God, it's a Swedish lady? No, um, I think if I went ever to a convention, I think I'd probably get noticed. But in public, though, like I said, with Las Vegas, the masks on, I don't get noticed as much. And like as far before, like, it's going to be that you're going to make the move. I'm not because I'm not going to have that awkwardness finding out you don't think I'm that. And you're just complimenting me on something. So I'd be like, mm, so you're eyeballing me, but I don't, like, you got to come to me. It's a one-way ticket. I'm not doing I'm not doing the 50-50. I'm not moving. No, no meeting you halfway here, buddy. Yeah, you want you want to fan out? You're gonna come up with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Because I would be so embarrassed if it wasn't. But uh, so I'm like, oh, I'll wait till that. Yeah, they walk. Convention. You walk up yeah. to them like, yeah, I am who you think I am. They're like, oh my god, you're Sandra Bullock. And you're like, no, no, that's not who I am I at all. Because she's amazing. I'd be like, yes, I am. Taking full credit. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> signing signing autographs. That's Sandra Bullock. That's not her autograph. Or, who did you meet? Or, or worse yet. Or worse yet, yes, I am the Swedish lady. No, actually, I was just admiring your purse. Where'd you get it? Oh. Yeah, like, I feel awkward. I've had, oh my God, it could be a book. It could be a book. I look forward to reading it. Yes, indeed. Yes, Swedish lady, Shane Walks. Man, she's all over the place. She's got her skincare line, her own you know, book now. Is, is the sky's the limit here? She truly is yeah. the queen. She really is. So, uh, do you feel like OC cosplays get the short end of the stick when it comes to the cosplay community? Absolutely. I feel that it's not it's not branched enough in the world or exposed in the world to be more acceptable. It's been it's been deemed that oh, it's just a weird kink that everyone likes. People just dress up weird, and it's like cosplays immediately. People think, oh, furries. I'm like, no, that's part of it, but it's not. You know. Like, there's so many categories, and I think it's just they get a bad name for it, and I don't know why. Uh, but, yes, they do get a bad rap for it, and I really, hopefully, when TikTok does realize how great the cosplay community is, it will give us more of that recognition that we honestly do deserve. You absolutely do deserve it, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, all, all cosplayers do. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. you, you've you got to be near the top of that list in my She's the top. She's the queen, bro. Yeah. Well, the, Thank you. Queen's at the top of the throne. 
Yeah, okay. that's how that works. Well, why are you doing that? Why are you well, doing this? Why am I doing what? Why are you why paying are you, why homage you, to the queen? Why are you making me look bad? I'm not making you look bad. You made yourself look bad in front of the queen. Bow down. Swear your fealty. Oh, you guys are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I just get knighted by the queen? Holy crap. Yes! Invisible sticks. I don't have one. I was looking for one. I'm like, I am stickless right now. Congratulations, Sir James. Bow down, bitch. I ain't rock you. No, I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My apologies. Uh, I'll have to be knighted in the next interview. (laughs) I will. But JC's first, so he's already knighted. Uh, Okay. So... What do you think the future of cosplay is going to be? Oh, it's going to be amazing. I think right now with all the movements passing of being accepted and being who you be, especially with cosplay, like I said, getting that kind of push in the corner, you know, in that sense is that I feel we're going to branch out and we're really going to shock the world on what this is. Like I said, I have friends who don't know what it is and I'm just like, but it's so well known. How do you not know? I'm like, because that society's fault of not allowing us to express ourselves more. But no, I feel we're going to come with the big bang boom. Yeah. Yeah. The big bang boom. I like it. Big bada boom. Yeah, that's going to go on a t shirt. Oh, Bada-boom. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was perfect. Don't try to do the accent. <laughs> Multipass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so can we get, uh, I know we, we got it already, but we want to get it again because it's so good. Can we get a sneak peek at your upcoming cosplay? Yeah, absolutely. Let me see. Yes. I have the hat. Hold on, let me see here. Oh, we've got the hat now. Oh. Yay. Oh, there it goes. Yes. Here it comes. Hey, Sorry. congratulations. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I wear the other wig. And I'm like, where's my fucking wig? Like, am I, I told me, I'm like, you touch it? He goes, why would I touch I'm like, I don't know. But it's not here. <laughs> Maybe he was branching out to his own cosplay. He needed the wig. Well, you guys, of course, I'll show you the bow, though. But this is going to be the Mad Hatter gender bend. And I have the actual hat here. But I'm going to actually customize it to myself. So I'm actually going to have gems, uh, Alice in Wonderland deck of cards glued to it. I also add a horror twist to it. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is the actual Mad Hatter hat, but this is the only piece I'm going to take from the actual Mad Hatter design. Everything else I'm customizing myself. So, it gender bends it, but to my own creative taste. Excellent. We are looking forward oh, to that. yeah. That's going to be great. All right. So, what is the Swedish lady's secret skill? Yes. Yeah, so, you guys already know the. Let's see. So, of course, I play the cello and piano. That's something I've always done through childhood and high school. Yes, and she's agreed to join our band. Yeah, we're uh, in the the earlier interview, Sarah Phoenix plays musical instruments. Now the Swedish lady does, and we do too, so we're starting a band. Yeah. Look for our album sometime in the very, very distant future. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's a lot of people that don't know because I'm I'm very small. So I'm 5'2", 115 pounds. I'm very tiny. For some reason, people think I'm super tall in the videos. I'm like, 
No, I'm actually very. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a mini size M&M packet. I'm very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> a, a mini sized M&M, M&M packet. Pack. I love That's... it. I love it. AKA fun size, but I wanted to elongate it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go too small. <laughs> the one thing I have a passion for is pro, uh, wrestling. I did it for uh, six years. Are so. you shitting me right now? What? Oh my god! I am a huge wrestling fan. So, I used um, to do I, ring announcing for a local promotion. And I was the referee for that same promotion. Yeah. Well, that well, that wrestling is more of like the fun entertainment. I mean, like real like UFC wrestling. Like that oh, oh, snap. What? So you're telling me right now the Swedish lady, who is a full-time mom, a full-time nurse, and a full-time cosplayer, is also an MMA fighter? Yeah. So I used to do it for four years uh, with my dad. Uh, we were in high school. So um, after that, I did two years after high school with it. So yeah, it's fun. I, I like I like ground fighting. It's always been Oh, like, my God. You really are the queen. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, yeah, they're defend my kingdom somehow. Yeah, I know. Like anybody <laughs> challenges the crown, you better come prepared. Because <laughs> all I'm saying is, she will put you down. Okay, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you, have, and I know you have mentioned it already, but we have to ask again so you can share it with the public. What is your nerd obsession? Oh yes, Lord of the Rings always will be, and. I'll show you. Wait, hold on one second. Let me grab it for you. My prized possession. <laughs> one of her prized possessions. Okay. Uh-oh. Why do no. I feel like she's getting ready to bring back Gan off the gray staff? Oh, no. It's, um... <gasps> oh, that is dope. Oh, I that love so that. Cool. That is yeah. great. For those who don't know who this is, is Erwin's necklace that Aragon... Yeah, it is. Her. Yes. It is. That is yes. amazing. It's absolutely my favorite item that I have. Um, um, besides owning like the bows, the rings, the books, I have the costumes to it. But this has always been my absolute favorite item from Lord of the Rings. And I have the sword somewhere. I bought it, but I have a Lord of the Rings sword I was using when I did my video. But yeah, absolutely biggest fan of Lord of the Rings. That is awesome. That is that's great. Super cool. Love that. Love the Lord of the Rings too. Yes, it's good. And Very of course, good. and of course, the book that started it all. Yes, the Hobbit. Indeed. Yes. So, if you have a message for anyone wanting to get into cosplay, new cosplayers, the cosplay community as a whole, what would that message be? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, to those out there watching this who don't really know if they want to do it or not, I say you're never going to know unless you try it. So, you know what? You know, Try it and see it. And I can 100% guarantee you, you will love it. I Again, I never did it before. And I was nervous as hell, and I did it, and I gave me that sense of comp- confidence, of openness, just acceptance, and I felt empowered by it. Something that I felt society keeps constantly taking away from us, that we need to beat what they tell us. And then once you go into cosplay, it's a whole new reality check. And I just want people to know that. Be yourself and just go for it and do it. That's awesome. That is It great. really is. Such a fantastic message. Thank you, madam. You're welcome. And, no, and- do you... Go ahead. Yes. So we were going to say, is there anything else you wanted to say while you had a couple minutes? Because I know we've kept you now for the better part of an hour and a half. So we want to get you back to your life. My hubby is the dad of the night right now. He's doing fine. (laughs) 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 It's both work. (laughs) I hear you. Uh, But no, I just wanted to tell everyone I love you guys. And I would not be here without you, honestly. I, it, I wish I could send you all gifts and letters of how much you guys mean to me. But again, it's so many followers. All I can simply say that it truly honestly means the world to me. How many people actually care about me and actually support me because prior I'm an introvert. So I don't have a lot of friends. And so 
something like this made me realize what true friendship was. And I just want to say thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Well, we can't tell you how much it means to us that you agreed to be on the show. We're both huge fans of your cosplay, both huge fans of you as a person. And you're just amazing. And we wanted to let you know that. Yeah, Thank absolutely. Uh, fighter. Yes. Mom. Full-time employee. Full-time cosplayer. Devoted wife. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason she is the, the queen. queen. <laughs> the Swedish lady. Thank you so much again for joining us again. We're so sorry about the glitch, but we were so happy that you made the time for us. It means the world to us. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Well, friends, we are back. Yes. And it is our last interview of the day. It is. And who better to be our last interview than one of mine and Jerry's very good friends? Yes. And one of my personal favorite cosplayers on TikTok. And mine as well. The Indomitable, the amazing Purple, Purple Fox, Fox official. Hello, Purple Fox. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hi. I'm good. Excellent. Just want to say again, we're huge fans of you. You Very already know so. this. Yes. And we absolutely love your work, which is why we are totally, totally honored you agreed to be here today. Absolutely. Oh, I'm honored you asked me to. Thank you. I, I know. love you guys. Well, we love you too. The pleasure is ours. But so before we get started, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, uh, okay, so I basically picked up TikTok uh same time as most people in like april because of covid and stuff but i am an essential worker so it wasn't wasn't because of that it was because everybody else couldn't do anything <laughs> um and uh so i saw um actually what happened was i saw a um compilation of that audio where it's like i used to be so beautiful you know and then people would like do that and completely change yeah and i was like oh that is so cool looking and then I found Izzy, and, uh, you know, <laughs> she kind of inspired me to go ahead and try Trillium. And uh, so that's that. And then from there on, that's so, me. <laughs> so you're, you're sitting here telling us you've only been doing this since April. Yeah. Well, I, I've had TikTok since April, but um, I started doing actual cosplay at the end of May, I think, or mid-May. That's unbelievable. So <laughs> May... June, July, August. Yeah. Four months. Four months. Four months. That's amazing. That's the, She's that damn good. Folks. That's impressive. She's that damn good. There's a lot of people on here that have only been doing it since then, though. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, you think about just because there's a bunch of people that have been doing it, like for you to be as good at it as you are, it's amazing. Oh, thank you. All right, so uh, we, we, we kind of have an idea already, but we'll go ahead and ask you, what was your first experience with cosplay? Oh, uh, I, I guess as far as cosplay in general, my first experience was back when I was like 17 or whatever. I did, <laughs> this really shows how much of a nerd I am. Um, I did this thing called LARPing. Yes, yes. LARPing. We've all done the LARPing. <laughs> to, to, to talk about being a nerd, so yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so uh, I used to play a cat character, and like I had this whole face mask and like a cat suit and everything, and I would just, um, we would rent a Boy Scouts um, like campground, and um, we would all have like the way ours was set up was like the orcs would have their own cabin, and 
and um, the the barbarians that have their own cabin and all that stuff. And I was like the only cat character for some reason. And I would just go in with like all my blankets and just find a cabin. I didn't care whose it was. And I would just throw all my blankets on the ground. And I'd be like, that's where I'm sleeping. And everybody would be like, okay, I guess Raya's sleeping with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cats sleep where they want. Yeah. You don't say a word to them. <laughs> That is great. Oh, by the way, one quick so moment. Really I guess it was an OC for the first time, huh? Yeah, yeah, I it was. It that way. <laughs> but uh, the Izzy she referred to that, just a moment uh, ago. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say what else I did. <laughs> oh, no, no, Well, that's ahead. what we're here for. Say what else you did. Oh, I, I guess basically from there, after LARPing, the, the next thing I did was... Um, that TARDIS dress that I made. Which is amazing, um, by the way. Phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> but I met, I went to um, a convention, actually, with my friend. I'm look, I keep looking at the picture I have of it um, to meet um, David Tennant. And uh, she dressed up as the 10th Doctor, and I dressed up as the TARDIS, and we went and met David Tennant on it. And that's that's it from then, like, other than Halloween, of course. But. Oh, yeah. Everybody dresses up for Halloween, but they oh, don't yeah. do it as good as you do. Exactly. So, was that what made you decide to get into cosplay? No, actually, TikTok did. Because I just, I mean, I've always loved going to conventions and that stuff. And um, I never actually got to this kind of, you know, amount of cosplay. But I always wanted to. I just never had. Okay. And then TikTok happened. That (laughs) is... That is so cool that yeah. LARPing is what actually kind of planted the seed, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I have done plenty of LARPing, and I've n- never gotten into cosplay, but now I think I kind of have to because I was a LARPer, so I have to do it now. It's a thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess the way I saw it is that with TikTok, I can you know pretty much do it whenever I want, so it's worth spending the money on and spending the time on because I can do it at any time, at any day. Yeah. Whereas with conventions and LARPing and stuff, it's like you only do it when the events are happening. So it's like, do I really want to spend hundreds of dollars on a costume that I'm going to wear once every like couple months? Now it's like, I can do this every day. <laughs> Absolutely. And we hope you do. We hope so. <laughs> uh, but just real quick, uh, the Izzy she is referring to is another TikToker by the name of Izzy Dizzy Spells, who is absolutely phenomenal. Any of you who are on TikTok who have not heard of her, I don't know how you it's wouldn't not possible. have. But on the off chance you haven't at least heard of her, Izzy Dizzy Spells, you need to go check her out. Her content is amazing. So is Ashley's. Yes. Purple Fox. Absolutely. I'm really digging your new Dark Trillium. It's so cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I need to do more of her. Like, She's mostly was on the takeover, and I haven't had the chance to do much of her for my account, so I'm just kind of like doing... Stealing the videos from there, but I'm going to do more. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Well, you've already kind of touched on this next question, so we're going to kind of go ahead and move past that one to the next one. Uh, in your opinion, what makes a good cosplay? In your opinion? In my opinion, a good cosplay isn't always necessarily about how much makeup and costume you put into it. Of course, that adds to it, but really it's like, playing the character and and you know picking certain audios that kind of fit the character's personality and acting like that character um makeup of course makes it 
you know, can uh, raise it to a certain level. But I know plenty of people who don't even do like full on costumes and stuff and their cosplay is awesome. Like their OCs are awesome because they keep the attitude and, and consistency, I guess, to it. That's and like, having fun. Yes, having, having fun. fun. Is like number one, you have to have fun. <laughs> And I can tell in every one of your videos you make, you are having an absolute freaking blast. Like, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that just makes you that much of a better cosplayer. Yeah, I agree. Thank okay. you. All right. So, besides yourself, of course, and I, and I think you've kind of already answered this, but we're going to ask you anyway. Who's your favorite cosplayer? Well, number one is definitely always going to be Izzy's Dizzy Spells. <laughs> yeah, I mean, She's we kind of figured, but we thought we'd ask. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean I could go in naming forever like there are so many that I absolutely love yeah we feel the same way yeah like even when I was writing this question I'm like I can't pick my favorite like I can't do it and I'm here asking everybody else to do it and I can't even do it myself yeah, yeah. I mean we could we could throw names out all day JJ Kitty Doll yep Dark Corrupted mm-hmm. Brains yes Sassy Cassie yeah, that's her wifey. Don't that's you talk her, about her wifey her, her now. Tech- I said something good. Yeah, be careful now. She can bring them <laughs> yeah, claws Jay, out. She's yeah. my favorite. She's my favorite person. Yeah, you don't want to have to meet Dark Trillium in an alley, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Scary I, I, stuff. I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. And, <laughs> and, of course, Izzy Dizzy spells Dark Demon Who. If you want to show the shirt off, here's a yes. really good chance to do it. I got my... My Cookie Monster, Cookie Demon shirt. Nom nom, Demon Cookies. Nom nom nom, yes. Demon Cookies. <laughs> Unfortunately, I would love to plug it, but um, it was a limited edition. You can't buy it anymore, but you can get other Dark Demon uh, merchandise. Yes, you can. It's, yes, you can. And Dark Demon, another phenomenal cosplayer. You actually got to see kind of a version of his cosplay on that shirt. Uh-huh. Um, Minus the Cookie Monster, Coutremont, of course. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look like a cookie monster onesie. Yeah, but he should. It's a he good should. onesie. <laughs> at least, at least, like every fifth video should be like yeah. a cookie monster video. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna message him about that. Well, it's yeah, because pretty much every live and anytime we're in like chat together or anything like that, he's always munching on cookies and makes me want cookies. <laughs> so it fits him so good. Yes, C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Yeah, indeed, indeed, yeah. indeed. <laughs> So, what is a cosplay that you've always wanted to do? Honestly, a skelly is something that I've always wanted to do. I know Oleander, my voodoo queen, has, like, the mask. But I've always wanted to do, like, a full-on skeleton, which, alluding to a neck, like a question later... Uh, <laughs> ah, somebody did her homework. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. That's what maybe we, something coming up soon. Yeah, that that in the business, that's what we call a tease, folks. Yeah. Yeah. You tease you. No, we're kidding. We're yeah. kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. No, so the question. If you had an unlimited <laughs> if you had an unlimited budget, okay, money was not an option, what cosplay would you do? I would do have you guys ever seen the show the movie The uh, Repo, the genetic opera? Yes. Yes. I want to be blind mag. <gasps> nice. Oh. With the, with the, with the eyes. Yes. You would rock that. Like to be able to like figure out how to do that too, where I can make it look like she's got like, you know, like projecting eyes and everything. Oh, if you haven't seen that movie, by the way, go watch it now. Cause it's like, 
Yes, you, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. Purple Fox endorsed to go watch Repo the Genetic Opera. Yes, oh, and, and we, we, we back that endorsement. We do. We're nerd to knowledge, and we approve that message. <laughs> TikTok actually has a bunch of audios from it, too. I didn't know that. I have to go look into some of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Camilla's done one. The Zydrate comes in a little glass box. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that one. That's from that. <laughs> so um, that's the thing I always find funny about the audios is half of the audios that I have that I have done and and hear and all that stuff and I think they're really awesome. No clue what they're from. Have no idea what the reference is. And then somebody will make a comment on it, and I'm like, I don't know if that's an insult, a compliment. I don't know what that is. And they're like, Oh, that's what the the audio's from. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were actually having a discussion earlier, like we were trying to figure out what an audio is from, and we could not for the life of us remember what it was from. We're gonna have to deep in deep dive into that later on. Yeah, we are. Yeah, some so, of them it's fine. Oh yeah. So, uh, do you prefer to make your own uh, cosplay accessories, or do you prefer just to buy what you need? Um, if I'm capable of it, I like I love to make them. Like I made my ears and my tail, um, and my bow. But obviously, I didn't make the wig. Um. It's kind of a mixture, really. Like I prefer to make them if I can, but sometimes um, it's just easier. Okay, okay, that's a pretty fair answer. By the way, I love the ears and the tail and the bow. I, I just love the whole look you've put together with Trillium. By the way, the name of this character is Trillium, for those of you watching. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's just smiling from ear to ear. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, with Oleander's hat, too, like, the hat was bought, but then I added all the accessories, and her staff, I actually just went out to the woods and picked up a staff, <laughs> a, uh, a stick. I'm pretty sure that makes you a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you went out and to the I woods and you found a staff? Top of it and, like, added all that stuff, so that was fun. Move over, Gandalf the Grey, we have Trillium, Trillium the, the Purple. Yes. <laughs> And then something coming up, I don't know, she, she, she probably won't care if I say, but JJ's got something coming up too, and I made the ears and tail for that. Oh. Oh, is this, double is, tees. Is this part of Purple Fusion? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> nice. By the way, I'm not telling anybody what Purple Fusion is. You're just going to have to tune in. Yes, or even no, I don't know. Fuchsia Fusion is actually Fuchsia Fusion. Fuchsia Fusion, that's what it was. I was like, it wasn't Purple Fusion. Fusion. Yep, so... You'll just have to wait and see. Wait, stay tuned, folks. Okay, so moving on. Um, where do you? Where is your go-to store for supplies? I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but I mean, I, Amazon. Definitely. Yes, there you Amazon. <laughs> Especially since I get a lot, like I, I and I thank them so much for it. I get a lot of support and help with that too, with the wish list, and it's really, really helpful because um, it gets expensive. Um, and then if I'm making my own stuff, then uh, there's a local place called Joann's, and it's just a local craft store well, that has but like, that's a bunch. That's my mom's of name. That's awesome. That's where that I go cool. and get that stuff. So I know you've already spoken about this, but uh, we'll give you another chance to talk on it. Uh, you obviously said earlier that you enjoy the convention scene. So uh, yeah, so tell us about some of your your convention moments. Oh, I love conventions so much. I actually went to BlizzCon like four years in a row back when I was a WoW nerd. Oh my God, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I used to, I got really lucky. One of the 
one of the people that was in my guild, he worked for Blizzard, and he was, like, pretty high up, so Dang. I'd be able to go in and get a lot of free stuff and go oh in for really God. cheap. I didn't like, have to worry about, like, the lottery and all that. I want, I want to be angry at you right now, but I can't because you're so awesome. <laughs> like, oh, God. I would kill to go to BlizzCon. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. I always want to go to San Diego Comic-Con, of course. Um, Sorry, my dog's whining because she's recovering from the drugging <laughs> early. Oh, no. Hang on, folks. Uh, it was medical. It was not something yeah. she just did on her own. Okay, She did not roofie her dog, okay? No, no nothing like that. Medical procedure was done. Dog had to be drugged. She made clear, clear the air on that before PETA's on her ass. Had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, I'm a vet tech, so it's, it's all legit. See, there you go, folks. It's okay. It was done under medical procedure. We're all right. Okay. <laughs> But it makes her very whiny, so... Oh, I imagine so. That's fine. All right, so now, what was your cosplay horror story? Like... Uh, I thankfully haven't really had anything horrible go wrong with my cosplays. Like, the the one time that I had Amazon knock on my door was a little terrifying, but they just left it, left the package and left, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So you were in full cosplay, and you had a knock on the door, you're like... Oh no! <laughs> yeah, there was a there's like a, one of my one of my videos or about it, and I'm just like somebody just knocked on my door. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that video. <laughs> I think the only other thing is like when I make the mistake of not getting everything ready, at, like before, and then I put my makeup on and I've got the contacts in, and it's not like. There, I can see, but they like create kind of a haze, so it's not you know my per- like perfect vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like going around trying to find like little pieces, like my gloves or my or my teeth, and I'm like, I, I can't find all this stuff <laughs> <laughs> out, like, in my makeup, or oh, or when I accidentally forget to close the blinds and my neighbors walk by, and I'm just like. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is epic. <laughs> I can just picture like walking by they're like is it what? Is no, is it? And then Ashley's all Hi It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I've, I've got quite a few weird looks. <laughs> well, I mean I get weird looks all the time, so it's yeah, it's yeah, nothing. So do I. And I'm not even in a costume, I just get weird looks. But most of the most of the weird looks I get is because people mistake my table for an ass. They sit their drink on it, and when I walk away, they look weird at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know James had an ETA. Well, now you do. Yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time for everything. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, do you? Ha- what's your funniest cosplay moment? You have, have no horror stories, but what's your funniest moment? Would it be one of the ones you just talked about, or probably the the same one with the Amazon or people walking by? I was fixing um, to say that sounds like that would be a funny moment, but a scary yeah, moment too. So absolutely, yeah, it's like nervous at first. Mm. Uh, I did have somebody one time see me all dressed up in uh, my thirsty vamp shanti because um, I needed to go out into the storage and uh, which is outside and I opened the door and somebody's walking by with their dog and I'm just you know like ca- car- corset and just like really uh, I don't know the term <laughs> displaying the goods yeah <laughs> how, how about exposed how about exposed there you go and I'm just like oh hi and 
I like shut the door real quick. Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, don't want my neighbors to see that much of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. Or, of course, there's always the bloopers when, like, my ears fall off or, um, you know, the like, oh, oh, I don't know if you saw the one where it's like, what's that song? The River song where it's like, oh, but the, the, the people, like, the, it's like a silhouette. Oh, I almost knocked my ears off. Uh, a silhouette and, like, you sit down and uh, do a hair, th- hair flip thing and then you're like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, so I, I had to do that one like 20 times because I would do the hair flip and my hair would just <laughs> 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 uh, swoon. There goes a wig. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Take 19. Here we go. <laughs> I thought that one would be hilarious as Trillium. So it, it definitely would fun. be. But it was complicated. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, I know you're new to this, but uh, have you had any difficulty with uh, fans, people recognizing you in public, running up to you and you're going, oh, my God, you're Purple Fox. Like, Not at all. No. Nobody knows that I do this. Not even my coworkers that that have me, like, that have added me, like, care. <laughs> they're always just like, oh, I saw your TikTok. It was really cool. And that's it. <laughs> well, so that's good that they're accepting of it, though. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, my bosses, I don't think, know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of the the younger crowd they they've seen me. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to interject a little blurb right here that uh, Nerdography shared on one of his lives was uh, he got well actually no I think he was in my live when he shared the story, but he was talking about how he got called into the HR office. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And uh, HR called Nerdography into the office at his job, and they said. We found your TikTok page. Dun, dun, dun. So, of course, Nerdography <laughs> thought he was about to have to go clear his stuff out because he'd been fired. But it turns out they were like, we love it. And they started laughing. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that hey. wouldn't be okay for him to get fired for that anyway unless he was doing it at work. Yeah, right. exactly. But, yeah, I just thought you were talking about your coworkers being so upset, accepting. I just thought I'd share that little blurb. But... Uh, yeah, enough about awesome. enough about nerdography. He's not here. Yes, Trillium Purple Fox Ashley official is. is right. However, I do love nerdography. <laughs> nerdography yeah. is awesome. He's pretty cool, but he's no Purple Fox official. No, not but he's really. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I but um, talk about his toast live. That thing was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, now, just in your opinion, do you think? OC cosplayers, as far as the cosplay community goes, get the short end of the stick. Do you think most of the love goes for regular cosplayers and not enough for OC cosplayers? Honestly, I am not sure. Like, you mean just in TikTok or in general cosplay? Well, just in, in general. general. Yeah. Oh, because before TikTok, I never heard about OC. So, yes, I would think so. But. I absolutely love the community we have on TikTok for the OCs, at least. But yeah, before before TikTok, I'd never even know what OC was. I definitely like had to have somebody explain it to me, or I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Google. Throw it in the Google machine. Put it in the Google machine. It'll give you an answer. <laughs> So, uh, why do you think that cosplay in general uh, has such a uh, negative stigma out in public? Uh, 
because it's a bunch of grown adults dressing up all the time. But I think it's awesome. I guess yeah. people just don't quite understand it, but I mean, like, it's a way to, to get your creative outlet and, um, you know, just enjoy yourself and let the, the kid out in you and always have fun. Like, I think the people who don't like it are just jealous. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. They hate us because they ain't us. They're just not there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like every person we've talked to today has had the almost exact same answer. It's like a, it's a lack of knowledge about the craft of it is what gives it such a negative connotation. I just think that I, I think that it's just like you think that it's just people who haven't grown up yet. And it's like, I don't want to grow up. Not to. <laughs> but at the same time, like so many of us have full-time jobs and children and you know like real life like real lives and stuff we just also do this it's our hobby instead of you know uh hiking or fishing we cosplay yeah i'm not much of a hiker no not so much not unless i'm i am but you know well i definitely am not (laughs) (laughs) so uh what do you think the future of cosplay is going to be? What do you think the next evolution in cosplay is going to be? Oh, I don't know. Like, just more into the costumes and stuff. Just, I think that we should make OC movies, honestly. I like that. That is a phenomenal idea. I love it. Let's get on that. OC Productions. Let's do this. Yes, definitely. There you go. <laughs> you heard right. it here first. OC Productions. Yeah, you did. <laughs> now what we need to do is, I guess, get a Kickstarter going. <laughs> a, pur- from there. a Purple Fox film. Yes. You thought she was done. Oh, you geez, thought like, no, the war was over. <laughs> but no. Trillium is back for revenge oh, in no, no, Dark no, no. Trillium. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We're going to get you out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be you. Yeah, we're going to get you and Scotty Wartooth in like a rom-com on TikTok with your OCs. Yes. We can do this. Yes. We're going to make it happen. Make, somebody make that happen. Yes. Somebody make that get happen. We need you on it. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. I definitely don't ship Trillium with anything of Scotty's like that. No, we're not talking about shipping you. It's going to be a rom-com. Like, you guys are not going to get along at first, and it's going to be a lot of tension, you know, and then something's going to happen, and it's going to bring you guys together, and then you're going to go on this wacky adventure. And then at the end, you fall in love. It's going to work out great. How is that not shipping? Well, because we, we, we're, we're, well, okay. we're not just we're, cramming you together. We want you to do it naturally. We're not talking you're going to move over to England or he's going to move over to America. Come on. No, you guys... No, what we're saying is like, yeah, no, shipping is. Yes, I know what shipping is. No, shipping is putting two people together by force. We want you to uh, evolve into the relationship together. Oh, okay. Over the course of the movie. We're just saying, we we could see this working. Absolutely. So now that we've got you on the hook and you can't go anywhere, we're going to ask you we need some sneak peeks into that next cosplay. Oh, but I don't. I mean, you don't have to actually show us anything. You can just tell us about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a skelly. <laughs> so you're doing a skelly? Yeah. She's going to be um uh I'm going to I, I kind of I mm. <laughs> oh. you don't want to tell us too no, much. That's you, fine. You no just, pressure. As little yeah, detail as you I want. Don't want to say is because I feel like I'm going to fail miserably at it. No, I don't believe it for a second. It's not possible. But at the same time, we don't want you to be nervous about it. So you're 
Her next OC is a Skelly. Watch for it, folks. Yes. I'm telling you, be it's amazed. going to be phenomenal. Yes, it is. Just watch for it. I've got all the pieces. I just need to actually uh, make the, do the makeup, which I have the next three days off, so that's my hope. And then I also have to practice um, the thing that I want to do that I think I'm going to fail miserably at. <laughs> no, I don't believe it for a second. You're amazing. Your content is amazing. You're going to nail it. You're going to be fine. I don't, I don't have any rhythm, though, so... That's okay. You fake it till you make it. Pretty much, yeah. There you go. That's what that's what 2X and 3X is for, because you can slow everything down. Absolutely. <laughs> 2X is my best friend. <laughs> I basically live in 2X and Vibe 2. Those are like, that's my filter, and that's my... You heard line. it here first, folks. That's the way to get to TikTok famous right there. <laughs> 2X and Vibe 2. There you go. Yep. So Vibe works just works so well with the color. Although sometimes if I like change it a little bit, it changes her co- trillium's color. So like it, the shade of purple changes so much. I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I did not choose that filter TikTok. What did you do to me? She looks like she got sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What, is it? what color would you turn if you were purple and you got sunburnt? Magenta. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. That's very strange. Oh, but um, so what's your secret skill? What's something you can do that, that would surprise? Not people? many people know you would be able to do. Um, I mean, a lot of people can't do that thing where you go like that and you can go backwards. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> like I, I, I can't I can't do it. I just tried to do it. I can't yeah, do it. No, I, yeah. I'm not even gonna try. Stop going like that, and it's like no, you gotta go the other way. There was actually one chick, uh, one TikToker. I can't remember her name though, but she made a video of it. She's like, if anybody can do this, like, it's just a thing that I learned when I was a kid, and my dad used to get like taught me to do that too. That's awesome. That's cool. By chance, do you play a musical instrument? <laughs> no, no. Can you sing? No. Right. I am not musically inclined. All right. Well, you're going to be our lead singer because everybody else we've interviewed today plays some sort of instrument. We're starting a TikTok band and you're in it. Yep. As long as I can use somebody else's audios, I'm all for it. I can totally rock out. We can, like hey, I'm we can Milly Vanilli this shit. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. We'll Milly Vanilli the shit. I obviously have proven I am good at lip syncing. Yes. So, you know what? We're going to Milly Vanilli the shit out of this. Yeah, we are. We're going to make it work. Yeah. Band is a go. We're going to have to go to Germany, though, but we'll talk about yeah, that later. That's yeah, later that, stuff. That's a, that's a later conversation. All right, so. I want to stop in Ireland on the way. Uh, not a problem. We, we can, can make, make that happen. I have way too many friends there. Oh, we can get Izzy Dizzy spells. She plays the violin. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. She also sings. She also sings. Well, She's amazing. Go. So, The band is coming together, man. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could get Aileen. She plays the piano. And yes. she can sing. We're going to turn this into like a whole orchestra by the time we're done. Yeah. Yeah. The TikTok orchestra. I like it. TikTokrestra. <gasps> yes. TikTokrestra. We'll work on a name later. Yeah, we'll work. We'll, but, we'll so, figure it out. TikTokrestra. Yeah, TikTokrestra. TikTokrestra. Like yeah, nailed TikTokrestra. it. TikTokrestra. There you go. Hashtag, hashtag Make that happen. Yeah, try saying that five times fast. <laughs> can't do it. I'm not going to. So, Purple Fox Official, what is your nerd obsession? Doctor Who. Yes. That's a... Uh, that is an epic answer. It really is. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I have an OC of the Doctor, which I call TD. I have the the TARDIS OC, 
whose name is Koamaru, which is actually the name of the color of the TARDIS. And, uh, yeah, totally obsessed with, with Doctor Who. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at Absolutely. all. I, I, love see, I see no problem with this. Nothing. Your answer is valid, madam. There shouldn't be. There isn't. It's awesome. It really is. Who's your favorite doctor? It depends on what mood I'm in. Um, if I'm in like a goofy mood, then the, the 11th doctor. If I'm in like a more dramatic mood, then the 10th doctor, David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always get crap because my favorite doctor is Christopher Eccleston. Oh, but he did such a good job bringing the, the series back. Yeah, I know. That's why I like him so much. He was really, really good. Yeah, I always loved his episodes. But everybody's like, he's a Cindy. No, I like it. Leave me alone. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I liked Peter Capaldi in that, like, he kind of brought it back to, you know, like, the original where it was like an, a grumpy old man type of setup and yeah, everything. Yeah, absolutely. But he added in that he was still just, like, really hurting. Mm-hmm. Deep. Deep hurt. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, I just love this. Yes, it's so fantastic. Yeah, so, I could definitely go on talking about Doctor Who for hours. <laughs> okay, well that's that's for another podcast. We'll get you back on when we do Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, we'll just turn the camera on and just let you talk, and we'll just sit back here and eat potato <laughs> chips. We're like, okay, that's well, our podcast, guys. Yeah, I mean, like literally right here next to me. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Matt Smith. So, uh, one last question, James. Yeah. Uh, what would your message be to new cosplayers? Uh, just starting out cosplayers, the cosplay community in general, what it would be your message to send to them? Oh, again, the biggest thing, the, the number one most important thing of cosplaying or anything on TikTok at all, but cosplaying in general, is just have fun. That's the whole point of it. Have fun. There's no point in doing it if you're not having fun. Absolutely. There's no point in doing anything if you're not having fun doing it. Well, like a hobby, anyway. Yeah. Except work. Yeah, but I'm sure you enjoy the work you do. Oh, I love my job, definitely. Yeah. But sometimes it's not fun. <laughs> well, no, I can imagine so. I can imagine some of the things you have to deal with on a daily basis that would probably not be all that fun. Yeah. Oh, there are certain animal fluids that should not be on you that are on me frequently. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, that's bad. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's all. That, that is that is not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, like, a great wow, answer. That was a fantastic. That caught me by. I was like, "Whoa, <coughs> yeah, you're right. There are lots of bodily fluids I don't want on me." <laughs> yeah, we definitely had had a had a had a dog come in today, and I he was sedated, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to lunch." So I passed him on to one of my coworkers, and I was like, "All you got to do is finish his nail trim and reverse him," and he was. Like, the kind that wanted to murder us. He was not a nice dog. Um, and uh, I'm upstairs at my lunch, and I just hear a dog screaming. And I'm like, oh, I guess he's awake now. And then I come back from my lunch, and they're like, there's every single possible bodily fluid in that room. Like, do not go in there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they're like, never again will we let you pass off an animal to us. I'm like, oh. You are no longer allowed to go to lunch. It's oh, <laughs> not no. happening again. Oh. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. And you still found time to come to a podcast this evening. That's amazing. <laughs> I'd have been like, no. I wasn't involved in this Yeah, but no, even I- after seeing something like that, you know what? I'm calling it a day. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, done for the day. <laughs> yeah, just that. that 
if there was ever an I need a nap real bad moment, yeah, that's it. Yes. <laughs> walking Probably into for them. Yeah, but walking into a literal shit show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's definitely a common occurrence. Anyway, let's not talk about <laughs> <laughs> She's like, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm not allowed to talk about my job at dinners anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I cannot for the life of me imagine why. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, no idea. Find it really funny when somebody starts trying to talk to me about something and I'm eating, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you're eating. I'll talk about it later." And I'm like, "You're good. Don't worry." Yeah, <laughs> I have never had that problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Purple Fox, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show with us. We cannot tell you how much of a pleasure and an honor it's been to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're no very problem. welcome. And you had some shout outs you wanted to do real absolutely. quick. Here's your chance. Yeah, I absolutely have to shout out what we call the Pandan Monarchy. Um, basically, this is a group of people that we kind of started getting to know each other through just get, going to each other's lives. And we've just grown into this amazing French group of friends. And um, also, they all have amazing content. Uh, there's quite a few of them. Is that okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Get right ahead. Okay, um, I actually have to pull up my list to make sure I don't forget anybody. Go right ahead. Really bad if I forgot anybody. I'm sure they would um, understand. So there's Ale Sam One, and here we go. Who's known as the Panda Queen, and then there's JJ Kitty Doll, JJ underscore Kitty Doll, who's my wifey, and then there's okay, so he's known as the Panda King, but it's Zaytven Vrax. His is really hard to get but yeah he's i always mess up his name yeah <laughs> yeah everybody does but that's okay it helped with my tiktok hater hotline <laughs> <laughs> and then there's claudia who recently changed her at i think it's claudia underscore cosplay um i'll give you a list because i don't remember exactly their ads um and then fiona and miss amy and mr self-destruct cosplay um, Mac underscore tire or tear. It said tear because it's, you know, um, Irish. <laughs> uh, and then, um, Long Lakes Kelly, who's Ethan, and, um, the amazing Ava. Uh, I don't remember hers. Is like her at is Ava. She doesn't have it on here, but it's, um, Ava Vanger or something like that. Um, and then Bella Buttons, of course. Bella Buttons. And Izzy Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody. But, what? yeah. So, they have helped me through everything. Like, my surgery, they were all there for me. Um, and just, they're a huge support. And their their content is also fantastic and great. And everybody should check them out. Yes. Everybody listening, taking notes, writing down names. Make sure you go and check these people out. Yeah, absolutely. They have the Purple Fox official seal of approval. Yes. And that's good enough for us. Damn right it is. nothing about them. Well, no, that's not true. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> they're, we, they're everything. Well, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm glad you were able to find that community and that they were able to bring you uh, love and support. I'm glad you agreed to do this show with us because um, 
coming across your videos on, on my TikTok feed uh, is like the highlight of my day. They're always good. They're oh. always quality. They're always entertaining. And I can tell that you really have fun making them. And so it's always awesome to see you on there. Oh, thank you. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. We don't want your makeup to run. I'm sure you want to film some videos after you're done here. So, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, absolutely, uh, I am uh, truly honored to have developed the friendship I've developed with you. I'm so thankful you are a part of the show today, and I'm thankful for you listening. I'm just, thank you. That's yes. all I can just say. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Aww. Aww. Right in the feels. I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, we don't have to worry about our makeup running, so we can cry all we want. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but again, Ashley, Purple Fox Official, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. We hope you have a wonderful evening, free of uh, bodily fluids from animals. <laughs> 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 oh. But Hopefully. yes, <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> she's like around this house. You never know. <laughs> uh, but again, uh, thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, guys. Love you guys so much. We love, love you, you too, too, dear. Have a good night. See you soon. Okay, folks. That was it. That was it. And I got to tell you, we are not disappointed. No, not, not at so at epic. All. So good. Uh, we want to go ahead and just real quick, we want to thank Sarah Phoenix Official. Thank you, Sarah. The Swedish Lady. Thank you, Swedish Lady. And Ashley, Purple Fox Official. Yes, ma'am. Thank you All so much. All three of you, thank you so very much for joining us, especially you, Swedish Lady, because we had the electronical snafu and yes. you saved our asses. Thank you. You really did. <laughs> and so uh, from the bottom of our hearts, you guys will never know how much it means to us that you guys agreed to take some time out of your day. Uh, and be on this podcast with us. It means the world to us. Uh, you guys are always heroes in our book. Till the day we die, we will stand for you. I promise you that. Absolutely. So, folks, this is the end. Uh, don't forget, send us those emails with the interest to the NAK Nerd Nest Challenge. Yes. And don't forget, you can find us on social media. Where at, Jerry? You can find us on Facebook at Nerdum and Knowledge Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Nerdum K. You can follow us on Instagram at Nerdum and Knowledge Podcast, where we actually have posts up. Uh, you can also find us at our website, nerdumandknowledge.com, uh, where we will have a link to our merch store up very soon, which is at teespring.com slash store slash nerdum dash and dash knowledge. And, of course, we can't forget that if you ever want to support us in a different way, uh, you can go find us on Patreon, and James will tell you how. Uh, you can go to patreon.com, and you can search for Nerdum and Knowledge Podcast, and you can find us there where we already have a few donors, which we have already shouted out. Yes. And we have got nothing but just the utmost love and appreciation for those of you who have supported the show. Yes. And any of you that choose to become supporters of the shows, that the show, that would be absolutely phenomenal. You will have our undying support, and you will get shout-outs uh -huh. and be on the Wall of Fame. Absolutely. And uh, i got to tell you, for anybody uh, who's still listening right now, this was a long podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we basically are interviewing people from two different time zones. Yes. Three different areas. At three different times of the day. Yeah. And recording the other parts in between. And then so tonight when we get done, I got to put all this puzzle together. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to take a minute right here. I, I didn't tell Jerry I was going to do this, but I am going to do this. Jerry is the man who edits our podcast. I do. And this man has a knack 
See what I did there? NAK? Yeah. Oh, he did the thing. I did the thing. He did the thing. But Jerry has a knack for turning chicken shit into chicken salad. God, I love that expression. It's so good. <laughs> but yeah, what, what we record, normally we record like hour and 45 minutes, two hours, two and a half hours sometimes. Yeah, it gets long sometimes. And he cuts out the bullshit, the all of a sudden somebody knocks on the door. Hey, I can't find my hairbrush. He cuts that out and yeah. still comes up with an amazingly phenomenal podcast. Well, from I couldn't do it without your velvety voice helping me out, sir. No, you're the one with the velvety butter voice. By the we way, uh, Mothership of Chaos, we're still waiting on the ice cream. Yes, and actually, uh, you have some competition because we got an email from somebody who said their mother makes homemade ice cream and she's willing to make some for us. Uh-oh. So I'm just saying. It's just a race to the end. Who's yes. going to get the velvety butter Who's ice cream? Get the velvety butter ice cream? With but no, Jerry's seriously, guys. Um, I know we said this at the end of every podcast here lately, but uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. We appreciate you so much. You guys are uh, like our heroes. Yeah, and we, we thank you so much. I mean, we get we get emails and we get feedback from people telling us how much they love the podcast. But you have no idea. We love you all so much more yes. than you could ever know. Yes, because uh, it would be real easy. If no one had listened for um, Anchor.fm to boot us and say, you do not have enough support, yeah. but we have enough support that they're letting us keep going, yeah. and that is because of you listening. So Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. From the bottom of our hearts. Having said that, enter the damn contest, contest. so we can give you stuff. <coughs> We're begging you to let us give you things. Why are we having to beg you to let us give you things? It shouldn't be this hard. And it's, we know you're not, listening. It's not like we're in a white van trying to ride up to your house and give it to you. We're going to mail it to you. Yeah. Just kidding. There's no candy. But anyway, no, seriously, <laughs> like we want to give you stuff and we know you're listening to the podcast, but we don't see the number of people listening, entering. And there's a definite distinction there. So please understand, we want to give you this box is real. If we have to put a picture up of it so you can see all the crap inside of it, we will do that. Okay. But we want to give it to you. Please enter the contest. So we can give it to you. And what is next week's topic, folks? Well, we will tell you later. Yes. We will be announcing that on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Because like I said, a couple of days. we got to do the trivia tonight to uh, find out who's going to pick our topic, and then we will be good to go. So with that, folks, I am James. And I am Jerry. And this has been Nerd to Knowledge. First in your podcast list. Last picked in Dodgeball. We will catch you guys later. See you soon.